good to be on top, isn't it? Yeah! So get on top and ride with the top morning show in town and the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. KUPD. And it is, uh, it is time for me to fess up and, and admit right now, Brady, that as it stands at this very moment in the morning, I am the toughest radio host on the air at 819 in the morning in Phoenix. Star, right? Maybe, maybe in all of the country. And dare I say the entire world. Maybe. Last do, night, I've been, do tell why. I've been in my boxing class for a train to get into shape and stuff. And their best is iron glove boxing. Having an absolutely great time doing it it's, uh, over there in Tempe. If you're interested, these guys are awesome. My trainer, Ray, is this crazy Irishman who's uh, a little bit gone, but a little bit there. Blacks out every now and then. Hell of a nice guy, though. Think the world of him. So I'm doing the boxing training. I'm having a blast with this thing. I get a call from Crazy Ray, the Irish trainer, yesterday. It says, Johnny Boy, come to me back. I need you at 730. Huh? Like training time 630, right? The training for boxing is unreal. It's just outstanding. You, know, you work out. You feel right, great. Whole body. Sometimes you got to spar. And I like that. It's a great adrenaline rush. So uh, I call him back. I'm like, Ray, what's going on? I need you to go in here and do a 730 thing. My knee's kind of hurting me. I'm going to train. So I threw you in the ring there for a couple of rounds. Okay, a couple rounds. How many is a couple rounds, Brady? Two. In crazy Irish, that's not true. So a couple rounds, I'm thinking. That's fine. Go in there, train, get a couple rounds of sparring, and feel pretty good about all that. So I'm there, hanging around. What's a white kid's worst fear? By the way, I've been in the ring one time. A white kid's worst fear, rolling through the door, that you find out is your partner to box with that night. Tiny Lover Filipino Lang. boy. <laughs> nope, not a tiny Filipino boy. Clever Lang. Better yet, Jerome Bettis. No way. Yeah, dude the size of Jerome Bettis creeps in the door. And I'm the only one in there, and I'm kind of just jumping rope, looking around, and I look over, and I see Jerome Bettis. And I'm like, oh, boy. Well, he's got a little extra weight on him. Maybe he's slow. I think I can dance around this cat for two rounds. If you keep light on your feet. Stay light on my feet for a couple rounds. I'm gold, bitches. How light were you? I was light. Good. Feather light. Fast on my feet. Ray keeps telling me he's an aggressive fighter, so just keep moving around. You keep moving around, you get away from him, right? And then Ray blacked out. So I had to wait for Ray to wake up. Told me the same thing. Keep dancing around. He's an aggressive fighter. He charges. He's like a bull. Great. Good How news. Come you didn't what's with Ray? What's he? Because well, Ray's a badass. Ray blacks <laughs> out. He beat my ass. So, uh,. So I asked him, like, no, how come Ray had to step out? Is that what you're wanting to leave him? Oh, I don't know. Why he wanted to fight Ray? Because yeah. Ray's knee hurts. And he'd still beat me up. One yeah. leg and blackouts included. So I'm like, what's this guy weigh, Ray? I don't know, about 265. Okay. Keep jumping rope. 265. I like 211 pounds. Maybe no one noticed, but I'm white. So we climb in the ring, thinking two rounds. I can do this. I can handle this. So I'm light, baby. I'm feather light. This guy can't catch me. Catch me if you can, Jerome Bettis. Whap. Whap! Throw a couple jabs, and I just watch the bull's eyes kind of fall. <clears throat> whap! Whap! I'm punching him. Yes! He can't catch me. Little did I know, he just let me run around for the first couple minutes. So he punches me a couple times. I'm like, this guy's nothing. I'll stay away from him for two rounds. Get a couple jabs in. Get a nice workout. Everybody will say I'm a hero. Go over second round. He goes, that's great movement, Johnny. Great movement. You keep moving around like that. You keep moving around like that. You got to keep it up. It's going to be hard to do, but you got to keep it up. I can do it. What, two more minutes? Big deal. Keep it up, my friend. Okay. Ding, ding. Get back out there. Whap, whap. Legs are starting to hurt a little bit. Ah, dance around a little too fast. A little too fast. Feeling the burn. I'd be bouncing myself out of this one. Whap, whap, whap. 
The bull corners me. Ow! He's got hands of stone. Hands of stone. And he's hitting me in the body. So I'm like, all right, this is good. Bull pushes me back in the corner because now he's got me. He's like, all right, and not yet. Almost, but not yet. Almost to the Rocky Sad music. Uh, so, still a champ, baby. Still, still champ. A champ. Still champ. You know, I'm, I can hear Jim Lampley ringside. He's bouncing around like never before. He looks great. So far, the scorecard. I got Holmberg ten to nine. <laughs> no, I didn't win the first round. It was Bettis and I were tied in the first round. He was he was eyeballing me. Second round starts to come. Thirty seconds, boys. Let's really let him throw. <laughs> Legs are killing me. God, there's only thirty seconds left. Whap, whap, whap. The truck comes over, starts Are you pounding still in the me. Corner? Yes, I can't get out. Oh. He's stronger than I am. So finally, ding, ding, ding. Oh, whew. great job, man! Throw the glove out, give him the tap. Ooh, that was a workout. That was fun. Put my head down to Ray. Take off my headgear. All right, this round I want you to go full rise. What do you mean this round? You said a couple. That's four rounds. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when this. I, that's when this happens. I don't know what I can do tomorrow, right? So I'm standing there, and I look over, and I just see... Because now I've pissed him off, because I'm like the dancing bear, and I'm hitting him in the head. So now it's like ready to go. Third round happens. First punch, right to the rib cage. This one's cracked. Gone. You know it when it happens. He just broke my ribs. Put my hands down to protect that, and I just see little black face just... Piled up in mine just with his fist back. Wham! Right in the nose. Oh, he just broke my nose. <laughs> so I'm like, I gotta fight back. Must fight big black man back. Wham! And I hit him as hard as I can hit him. Ah! I just broke my wrist. <laughs> I, I, I have... This wrist is shattered pretty much from here down. It's not. It's it's hard as a rock. It shakes. I can't lift my arm up over my shoulder. You saw me shaking earlier when you I was trying to work this thing. No, this is jammed no, really bad. I'm actually going to go to the doctor for this. This is bad. The wrist yeah. is bad, and the rib is is missing. It's like underneath another one. <laughs> and then I had a whole other round to go, where I might as well have been crying. There was no point in it. But it was just like you know that moment when he walked in the door. Hey hey hey! Who am I going to kill today? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God. Is that who I'm fighting? And then after he's done, he just grabbed the ropes of the ring and boom, but boom, boom, boom. He started a band with the ring. I got my ass kicked all over the place. And then I come in, and, and then that, and Ray comes over to me at the end. You done good, kid. I'm like, no, I didn't, Ray. Look at me. I'm proud of you. And it was enough for me to say, when do I fight him again? And then I was like... I gotta get back out there. Let's do a couple more drills, boy. Picked up the medicine ball with my one good arm. Ooh. Throwing it back and forth with the bear that just beat me up. Ooh. You alright, man? Don't show pain. Of course I'm alright. Throw that thing at me a little harder. Oh. So yeah, I go to the doctor today at 11 o'clock. Check these ribs. <laughs> this one's broken. I can't breathe. I couldn't sleep on my side. But that, ladies and gentlemen, makes me the strongest disc jockey in all of Phoenix. You think? You think? Well, maybe aside from Beth, from Beth and Bill. But you think Bill would roll into work with a broken rib, a jammed wrist, and a nose that you can't? Here's my nose, the right side of my nose. My right nostril breathe. Here's my left nostril breathing, Phoenix. Here's my right nostril breathing. Breathe, I am. Pretty much nothing. 
left. Right. I think it's oh, just I a, I think it's just a cold. No, it's no cold. I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's the worst moment of all time. But if you're into it and you're you know you're like me, you 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 know you wouldn't have shown up for not no average man would have shown up for work. That's what I'm getting. Well, again, strongest man of all time. Yeah, Look John, at the, the if, crowd is is gathering. If I were your doctor and knowing you, I would say yeah. two things that I probably wouldn't recommend for you. First of all, I would have said to you two years ago, don't pick up running. <laughs> yeah, you <have> class ankles. <laughs> You've rolled them 20,000 yeah. times. and say, that's a bad one. Bad yeah. things are going to happen. Then the next one, I'd say, I probably wouldn't pick up boxing. Yeah, just great. because I won't put not it down. so much that you uh, you know couldn't take a punch. You're eventually going to be dumb after this. I have a photo of the bear. <laughs> and what's great is at the end of the fourth round, I'm hugging oh my him. God. I know. I am, I'm hugging him going, it will be no rematch. <laughs> Get off me, man. And what's worse is when you're in the ring with a guy. And he covers up and goes, go on, hit me more than once. And he's giving me tips. It's like Brady with another 40 pounds. Yeah, it's the most it's the most disheartening moment of your life. It was horrifying. It does look like me. By the way, <laughs> I pay $140 to box. <laughs> to get your ribs broke. I paid for this. Yeah, that's right. And I can't even sit up straight anymore. But to the bear, congratulations this time, buddy. But I'm going to put on 70 pounds. And either that or I'm going to learn how to dance for four rounds. And somebody tell the Irish that a couple means two. <laughs> you tell me a couple rounds, I'm going two rounds. This four-round nonsense? Ridiculous. I want my ribs back, Ray. I know who you fought. Huh. Also Negro. <laughs> the black bear. Yes. <laughs> that's right. It was horrifying. But no, I just appreciated everybody out there in uh, Radio Land. No other morning show host would have gotten up at his 4 o'clock alarm with tears in his eyes, climbed in his VW Touring he doesn't pay for, and driven down here. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to find too many uh, radio hosts that are going to show up for work after that kind of beat down that I took for the Valley. Just so I can look good on the pit once every three months on Channel 12. You're not going to uh, find very many people showing up from work. Yeah. Uh, let alone stepping in the ring. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, people call in sick with a cold. I busted my wrist on a guy's face. That was the most disheartening part. I really thought I landed one, and I end up shaking my hand, and he's just looking at me. Don't throw just one. Well, I can't. Your face you know, just broke I my wrist. It, it'd be like, uh, I don't know, uh, what's his name? Um, it'd be like this, Capistrano, the uh, bike rider, the extreme jumper. Oh, yeah, Travis. Yeah, it'd be like you um, attempting a double back flip. With a little training. In the ring. Yeah, with yeah, cool. It's only my second time in there. I'll get better. After my ribs heal. Who's this? This is Daryl Kelly. Daryl Kelly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Top of the morning to you. Top worse. of the morning to you. You're Irish. Yes, I am what Irish. Is, what does a couple mean in Ireland to you? Well, first off, when you're talking about Irish people who love to drink and fight, right. when we drink and we fight, we never mean a couple. So it's kind of your own fault that you stepped in there. I listened to an Irishman say a couple when I know better, because he says, let's go have a couple beers. We'll have 30 beers. Oh, yes. Let's go a couple rounds with an Irishman is like four or five rounds. See, see, so you kind of, it was your fault. A little bit, but I still blame him. Because her advice was never listen to things you don't listen to. Kudos to you. You did a good job. Not really. Yeah, well. What, letting a guy pound on me? uh, No, because you had the cojones enough to get in there. That's true. He did a great job for two rounds. See, there you go. I did try to try to act like I caught the flu the second Fat Albert rolled in the door. <laughs> Got to be honest with you. Oh, I don't feel so good all of a sudden. Well, the next time you'll know. 
Yeah, I was kind of hoping Danger from Million Dollar Baby would have walked in. I'm going to take this guy. <laughs> Didn't work out that way. Yeah, you tell your Irish friends now that you've moved over and the railroads are all done, a couple is two. Oh, well, okay. Knock it off. Well, you think that's the way we have our yeah. fun. This is the way we have our fun. We snooker you guys into stuff like that. Yeah, we great. sit back and watch you fall. Thanks for coming to the country. We love you. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> Bye. See you. Hi there, who's this? Hillbilly. Hillbilly, what's up? Dude, it sounds like you got your ass kicked by Beth. From Beth and Bill. <laughs> no, no, no. Did he, all those same ex- exact same ass. I will say that. They had the exact same ass. The guy that beat me up last night and Beth from Beth and Bill. Bot- like, body you know, ship's the same. I did drive off the road and get stuck because I was laughing so hard. Oh, well, sorry. Well, I'm glad you find uh, humor in my incredible pain. Where are you located? You need someone to help you out? No, nope, I actually got out. Uh, uh, the guy that beat me up last night could actually come and lift your car out of wherever you drove it into. <laughs> anyway, don't worry about it. Anytime, Thanks, you wanna, anytime you want to go around, just let me know. All right, just a couple. All right, just All right we'll see you. <laughs> Later. Yeah. And, and then maybe again, another thing you'd step away with, John, is don't you don't stare at the ankles when you're boxing somebody. You look at the belt. Line. No, you yeah. stare at the ankles when you're laying on the canvas. That's all you can see. <laughs> he didn't knock me down, though. I'm like Randall Tex Cobb. <laughs> I just stood there and got my ass kicked for 10 minutes. Uh, Joe Kraft says, which wrist did you bust beyond repair? I hope it's not the right one because now you got to do the five-knuckle stranger. I actually enjoy the stranger now and again. The left hand. The stranger's fun. It's like a whole other person's involved. So, yeah, it was the right wrist. I think it's not going to be fun. But Brady's got a tee time at 140 today, and I'm going to brave it with the busted rib, the nose I can't breathe out of, the right wrist, and my head, which is a little not shaky. Gonna it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Dr. Bogan stepping in. Dr. Bogan is not doing anything. I'll show up tomorrow with no ribs. I'll have one removed like Marilyn Manson. It's been a dream of mine for a while anyway. You're already down one. <laughs> i go down a couple more. That way we won't even have to bend over to do the trick. Just wanted to share a little bit of how incredibly powerful this radio show is brady's going to nationals for a tennis tournament for 70 and over people and i'm gonna and i'm gonna sit in a bed today and cry it's just because i got up at four for you the kupd listener it's 98 kupd grab some protection here comes the best of holmberg's morning sickness i'm 98 kupd and i just lost another three pounds boys that was a good one Good one. Should have bagged that when we could on the uh, Bartlett Lake, maybe. Oh, yeah. You could have chummed the kids. Does that work? You could throw up in the water to fish No, it's together. tough to put it on a hook. Oh, you don't have to hook it, but chum. Bring them you over. chum it, maybe. Did any of it come out your nose? No, I never have had that. People have asked what? me that before. As big as my nose is, you'd think that I'd just throw up with it and continue conversation. Well, your mouth is a lot bigger. But my mouth. <laughs> you make a good point, Eric. It's going to find the biggest hole to come out of. You? I've had it fire out my eyes before. Just eyes, nose, ears. I, I threw up once and air came out of my eyes. Huh? I had dry heaves so bad. Yeah, because, you know, if you plug your nose, you can eventually yeah, blow too. air out your eyes. And it's not good and it hurts. But I was just straining so hard. Air started going out my eyes. Weird. And I'm like, I'm dying. There's leaks. There's, like, there's breaches in the, in the ship. This is not good. So... Communications deck up north started to tell uh, my body, all right, no more air in the eyeballs. Let's lay this idiot down. And we're getting close to that here today. I felt okay when I woke up. Then I got nauseous in the shower. You just, you can't think about it. I need a piece of ass nurse yeah. to come down here. It'll take your mind off. Rub me and IV me and all sorts of stuff. We have some tickets for, what do we got? Yeah, we have, a, we have any good tickets to get a nurse down here and help me out, Brady? We need to get a nurse down here. I don't know here. if you want a monster truck girl down here. That's a good point. <laughs>
I need a corn nurse. Female, I see you out there in your scrubs. Oh, golly. Male nurse time. I want a female nurse who looks good. Rub you down. Come here and, you know, do what you do to a guy who's got food poisoning. Yeah. Help a brother out. Do you want a real nurse? Like yes. Done, because there's really nothing, you know. IV. Keep my fluids moving. Yeah, yeah you need to. Yeah. Bedside manner. Mouth to mouth. A lot of that. Studio side manner. One of the worst things I've ever seen. Since we're sharing puke stories. My friend Kurt Lack was uh, drunk once when we were about 19. I don't recommend it, kids. But it is fun. But uh, So he's tanked and we're at this party. And uh, he's making moves on this girl. I can't remember the girl's name, but she was cute. And they're talking and stuff, and Kurt's like, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, Kurt just goes, blah. Oh. Just starts losing it all over the floor, kitchen floor, all over. And he is trash. So he lays down in the bedroom. And I was Kurt's, I drove Kurt that night. So I'm the I'm the designated driver in high school. I didn't do a lot of drinking with the guys because I always said everybody got sick. So I went in there to see Kurt. So I'm like, I'm going to take off, Kurt. You want to stay here? Or are you coming with? Who's on top of him kissing him? Oh. Post pukies, no oh. gum, no brushing. That girl, I'm like, uh. she likes you a lot. Oh. Can't remember her name, but she was just peeling out the chunks. Okay, that reminded me of another one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, and then another one. Wait, the same night, a kid named Jason was uh, getting a ride home, and this girl, uh, Sandy, was driving him home in her friend Michelle's car. And Michelle was very touchy about her car. Michelle's like, please, just don't do anything. Just make sure everything's okay. I'm too drunk to drive. Just get Jason home. It's like, all right. I'm sitting in the back seat with Jason and another guy, a girl. And then someone else is in the front seat. I don't remember. Sandy's driving us home. And Jason goes, oh, oh God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. And he starts going. Well, you know the little hump in the back seat that creates little wells yeah. for your feet? He fills it. So all of our feet are up. Sandy pulls the car over. Oh, my God, it's Michelle's car. It's Michelle's car. Everybody get out. Everybody get out. Everybody gets out. Sandy, and this is post. Keep in mind, I just watched that girl making out with my friend Kurt. It was just throwing up all over. Sandy reaches in to the wells and starts hand scooping it out. She's going to kill me. Oh. She's going to kill me. Oh. I'm like, I am not comfortable. I am going to throw up. See what the... There's so much adrenaline, oh. panic, adrenaline. She, she'd scoop whatever. Yeah, it didn't matter. It was. It could have been brains. She was scooping it out and throwing it onto the road. Oh my lord! Have you ever gone in on a girl who uh, just puked? Kissed her? Yeah. No. No. Boise, no. Idaho. Dick Luminella. <laughs> Dateline. And the and the Omni Bar. One night he's at there for a convention, and all of a sudden he goes to the bar. You know, it's a typical uh, hotel bar. Sure enough, there's a cougar having a couple of cocktails. Oh boy. And he's sitting there drinking. Next thing you know, she's talking to him. And about a half hour goes by, a couple, couple of cocktails, and she really starts to like him now. She oh, goes, no. one more wine spritzer for me, thank you. <laughs> the cougar is drunk. The cougar is, and Dick's like, oh, hey, maybe it's one. She looks at him, and she goes, you know what, you're really Oh, right on him. <laughs> Noodle. Oh, on his time. Oh, All I remember is she had a big bowl of Story over. <laughs> No noodles. Too graphic. He tells a story. It is the funniest thing. Oh, Lord. Sunday banger? <laughs> no. <laughs> and on that note, I'm just trying to well make done. myself feel better. Cougar got shut down. I'm sure Eric will top it next. The best of the morning sickness is on the air. Boy, oh, boy. I wish I hadn't been fed last night. 
This one, this one may go the other way, boys. You may be on it today. We may have to break out with idiot counter idiot again today because <laughs> it's a rainy day recess for Johnny, and it's time for you guys to pull the idiot away. counter idiot sick Pacino. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh boy. Oh boy. Bah! I've got one. Bah! Which would you rather drink? Dying over here. A cup of yak. Oh. Or a cup of Hershey squirts. Oh, oh Brady! Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Who the hell are you? Yeah, what the? I bring back the real Brady. That's your high blood pressure talking right there. Lost your mind, boat. It's down already. Right. It's down Before, mega points. Whatever. Before we get to, what are you? I'm celebrating because I didn't feel my left side for two hours yesterday. <laughs> and you're alive. Uh, and before we get to the Brady Report, we know Eric's got to have, because he's, he's already alluded to the fact that he might have slept with a girl who was throwing up during, and I imagine that's probably a problem for you. Oh, well, I've ne I need to get this off my chest, because I've never told anyone that. Oh, these are never good. This but, is, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric. Well, it's, it's not that bad. <laughs> I give you... Sad music. Eric. <laughs> you have some sad music back there? Eric's desperation story of the night. There we go. All right, so... Picture yourself. Yeah, I was. She was eighteen, and you know what the eighteen-year-olds drinking isn't good. I can give you the, this music, and I didn't give her the alcohol. She brought it, so okay. I just want to get that point out there. She, so she comes over age. with her friend. No, nah, she was eighteen. Okay, she comes over with her friend with a bottle of that. Uh, is it Boons? Oh Boons yeah. Farm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good for you both. You know ends. how those youngins like the that. expensive stuff. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Don't drink under twenty-one people. Well done, Eric. So uh, she she chugs this whole thing, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> then she starts uh, drinking uh, beer. Oh, I didn't give it to her. No. One of my roommates she found it. Yeah. So I uh, I'm looking for. Her. She disappears. I'm like, where the hell is she? She I go outside. She's out. Remember how I used to have that wrestling ring in my backyard? <laughs> I do. <laughs> She's passed out right next to this ring with puke all on her shirt and everything. Remember that ring? The Vienna Boxing <laughs> Wrestling Ring in his yard. And steel girders for turnbuckles. These things, I mean, yeah. people needed to be It was awesome. No. Let me tell you. Go ahead. So the there rock? she is, passed out by the ring. <laughs> she passed out by the ring. It's but Rocky. Mind you, bef Rocky before all this puking, she was telling me how we were going to get it on and... I was going to hook it up, right? So I was ready to go. I'm like, yeah. I go out there. She's puked on herself. I pick her up. I'm uh, trying to be a nice guy. Yeah. Take her in. You old baby. Kind of clean her off a little bit. And she's laying there. You only need to up on it. She's laying there. Clean you up a little bit here before I put it in. <laughs> I'm horny. Oh, God. Come on. I gave her some mouthwash. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. I think. I was pretty drunk myself. <laughs> okay, that so means I, no mouthwash. There was no mouthwash. Mouth That's a lie. I dove in. I just ripped it off, ripped off the clothes, and got it on. Yeah. With pukey mix puke a lot. That's, that's disturbing. That is disturbing. It was a little disturbing. So this on the heels. Tell me you made part yeah, of that. There was a lot up. of regret after that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the la tail end of that, I'm seeing uh, Kobe Bryant there. Yeah. Uh, well, how about Eric's sexual history now? Oh, okay. So she was... Was she awake, Eric? Know, because this is a... Uh... Cool. So Dakota Fanning got drunk at Eric's <laughs> yeah. house. She was 18. Uh-huh. It's funny how he keeps going back to that. <laughs> yeah, I know. She was 18, I swear. Nobody's questioning it, but he's still screaming it. So he's got this under his belt, this rape of a preteen. No. Who, he who got probably up, up until this day 
didn't remember this. None. And now... Oh, my God. And she looks down at her little Alf Harry four-year-old. Oh, my God. We're going on Maury. <laughs> and then the other one where you tried to score with your friend's retarded sister. She was a quarter retarded. All right. Either way. Giant boobs. <laughs> has nothing to do with it. There's no... How do you quantify quarter? Yeah, I don't know. She was he, just in the special classes. She put wasn't a percentage like full on. on. He tried to take a shower with her. My stomach hurts again, and it's not talk. because of the food poisoning. All right. <laughs> but thank you for letting me get that All off right. my chest. It's been bothering Do you want to apologize to her? I'm... Well, she knew What's what What's her name? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you ask these questions? I was in love once. <laughs> What's her name? I you think remember. she could tell that story? Not a good start, but... Keep going. I'm sure she tells. Yeah, she's with yeah. she's with her fiance right now, yeah. telling the story. I have to tell you something. I was at this trashy house with a wrestling ring. And it's six twenty in the morning. Sickness. A wrestling would, ring got the poon. Let me yeah, tell you. chicks, classy chicks. Yeah. Often scream, "Man, your house is missing one thing," and that is a wrestling ring in the back. Baby, when you wake up. This will be the best night you ever had. <laughs> Remember that. What's your name? Brady Bogan. <laughs> I, I would let you do the Brady Report, but I fear I have oh, something to do. I'm right rattled now. right oh, now. I gotta go throw up anyway. It's 98 KUPD. All the show with none of the fluff. Let's get started. There's more of the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Time now. For us to check the immigrant report, because supposedly the uh, day without a Mexican is going on right now where they've decided against hanging out with us in protest. And again, let me remind you, as I was reminded on my own email, very funny. If we really wanted to throw the economy into a loop, what we do today as American citizens is roll over to like an auto parts store and just get nothing but bolt-on parts for our trucks. Thereby making up for the gap with all the Mexican people buying it. And get some Coors Light and uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell? No. But yeah, and then uh, and then uh, no one would ever recognize that they were missing. But it is a day for all Americans to go purchase something today. Take your five, ten bucks and go buy something just you wouldn't normally buy today as an American. And make up for the gap that they're uh, they're not. It's not that big a deal, really. If they don't, but we've got, uh, is it John from Phoenix is on line five. John, what are you seeing out there? I was on my way into work this morning. There were like four guys standing over by the Home Depot at 59th and Peoria. Okay. And then. Is that a high or low number? Usually is it higher? Uh, it's usually a little higher. Right, right. So you have a few still are, are fighting the man. And I've seen two um, lawn crews too also, so. Yeah, our lawn crew is here right now. Outside. Out of our news window. And they're wearing, they're, they're they all wearing working. Mexico hats. Are they? Yeah. Two of them have Mexico hats on. I don't understand it, but whatever. All right, so you're not seeing much difference out there on uh, on a hate whitey day. Not really. No. Mm, very strange. I wonder why. I, I thought it would be bigger than that. All right, well, good. Nice job, John, and report back if you see any more strange behavior. No problem. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. Strange yeah, behavior. Yeah, well, you know, hate whitey day is a big day for them, and they want to make sure that... John, it's not hate whitey day. It is absolutely day. hate whitey day, because in Mexico, they've decided to call it no gringo day. So I'm going to call it what they're calling it. I'm going to be the only one with the balls enough to say it. Just like it's not day without an immigrant, it's day without a Mexican. It's Hate Whitey Day in Mexico. It's their national holiday to hate Whitey. Well, we've been getting a lot of calls saying that they're out there working and standing on the corner. You know who loves this? Black people. Really? Yeah, because it's just no. There's no uh, 
Everybody hates white people or everybody hates Mexicans, and the black guys are just going about their business. It's fantastic. I'm proud. Finally, a breakthrough for uh, African-American white relations. The Mexicans. Diverted all the attention away from uh, any sort of problems we may have there. Which is good. But yeah, hate Whitey Day going strong. And it doesn't look like the Mexicans hate us as much as a few of their leaders thought they did. I thought they would hate us more, but evidently not. They like money. You thought this would be a... uh, I mean, we don't know yet. It's very early. It is very early in hate Whitey Day, Bray. (laughs) At any moment, there could be a huge comeback. (laughs) It's just a... a Holes aren't in yet. No, not quite. I understand having a cause, but making it racial is... The polls are in this? No, no, the polls are not. Not the polls that way. Oh. The polls are not in. (laughs) Although they do... They're confused, for sure. They're wandering about somewhere. What are we protesting again? Just paint the fence. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so hate Whitey Day going strong. Good luck to all of you out there. And here's a suggestion to all the people who run uh, a site where maybe these people would come to work. If they don't show up today, fire them like you would anyone else that didn't show up for work. Radical thinker. Yeah, I know. Are. Isn't that unbelievable? I mean, I just I just came up with that. And the high school kids are almost done with school, so hire one of those zit-faced kids. Exactly. Put, put some zit-faced geek on top of a roof and have him hammer some shingles down. Boy, there's some serious prom action this pa- this weekend. It was dirty this weekend. The dirty prom was on. But my favorite thing about prom is when I roll into, like, uh, Garcia's or, you know, kind of a... It's a nice, sloppy place to eat. Like, you're going to get some food on your, your clothes. Yeah. Like a rib place or something. And you see kids roll in in their prom gear. And you're like, you cheap little bastard. I love you so much. <laughs> because you didn't want to spend more than $30 on dinner on this prom. Smart man. Very smart man. Brilliant. Never they'll probably st- still get laid. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, because they're the ones that are going to score because they just they went out there and she's playing for him. But the ones that don't are the ones that go to, the, like, Morton's or the really fancy place, and it's like, I'm treating you to a night, and then you treat me? No, no, no. If no, you no, would have stuck around and when he laid the bomb Dutch on her. Yeah. <laughs> he left and went to the bathroom. Did you pay? I did. Kid's amazing. A lot of virginity is lost on prom night. I don't think so anymore. That's true. I think by May of most high school juniors' lives, they've lost it. But you get so excited because you know you're going to get some. Not necessarily because it's prom night. You didn't get any on prom There's a lot of um, trends that go because you got to go. If they're the senior that doesn't have a date, the uh, girl-wise. Prom was rough for me because I had a good time. I had a great date, good looking girl, and then she told somebody in the bathroom that she'd rather been with her old boyfriend. <laughs> oh, and that, that snuck back to me uh, in the limo, and I'm, all I'm thinking to myself is, you know how much money this cost my dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You weren't even, like, washing dishes at Tony Romo's? Oh, yeah, 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 but dad still paid for it. Oh. Yeah, the, the eight proms I went to, six of them were fun. You went to a lot of proms, Brady? I went to one. Brady was 28, and he was still going to prom. Two two proms. Did you? Same girl. Did you bone her? No. What? You didn't get laid on prom night either? You went to two proms? I could pull the trigger on prom, too. What is wrong with you guys? But let me tell you something about the dinners. Unbelievable. Wait a minute. Ever? This girl you took to two proms, which is a full year relationship by my count. Minimum. And you never laid the pipe? Nope. The whole time. What a waste of time. What a waste of money and time. 
What year was that? You look at it your way. That's that's a year of your life. And you, you never wasted. you never did it with her. Uh no. Wow, Brady, that's amazing. Did you at least get to play a little bit? Yes. <laughs> well, don't act like that's cool. You didn't I finish did. the job. Get in there, Bogan. I waited for uh, Mighty to fall asleep on the hotel bed, got drunk, and then watched the 10-second uh, previews for the porn channel that I couldn't afford. You were... Took one out on the floor. Great. <laughs> scrambled uh, porn. Yeah, scrambled. It wasn't scrambled. It's the, ooh, on channel 750 for only $40 tonight, this could be yours. Uh, oh, uh, 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 oh, tonight. And I'm like, okay. You down I watched that again. Yeah. 58 <laughs> Five seven. more minutes, they're going to show that preview again. I am going to finish this time. It was like being at the starting line. All right, here we go. Tonight on channel. Mm, here we go. Damn it, i got to wait eight more minutes. The paint mixer. Yeah, that's basically what I had going. So it's 98 KUPD. Two proms and nothing. That's uh, That's got to be a record. What? 98 KUPD. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. I no longer need my Viagra. 98 KUPD. Boy, it's a hate whitey day. I don't think it's going over all that well. Let's go down the line. we got people reporting live. Do we have the news music? All right, go ahead. Let's get Breaking some news. Breaking news. It's 732. Line one, we got uh, Patrick. He's out there in Queen Creek. Patrick, how is Hate Whitey Day going in Queen Creek? Uh, it's kind of funny. Um, I was actually just leaving out of my neighborhood because it's one of those neighborhoods that are getting uh, built up right now. And uh, the only crews that are there are the actual like uh, home builders, like the superintendents. See, but it's their fault. And then there's uh, a carload of just the uh, cleaning ladies, and that's it. Really? The cleaning ladies? And then, cleaning uh, ladies doing all right. Hmm. Yeah. So then I'm driving down to uh, downtown Queen Creek, and there's about 15... 15- Day laborers, and usually it's about you know doubled or tripled that amount there. Wow! So that it's it's thinned out a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely thinned out. Right. It's kind of nice. Well, kind of nice. All right. Well, thank you for checking in on Hate Whitey Day. We appreciate it. Nice job, Pat. Right. from Queen we'll Creek. Queen Creek is uh, definitely thinned out. Yeah. Again, though, I look at the people building homes and everything else. Let this be a lesson to you. Don't hire illegal immigrants anymore. Yeah, don't hire all immigrants. Yeah, don't, you have don't hire anybody but citizens who can prove it. I don't care how much money you want to save. And this is a Moose Knuckle. Are you there? Yeah. Moose Knuckle from Parts Unknown. Go ahead. Yeah, I uh, I actually I work on one of those housing communities that you're talking about. And, uh, yeah, my, my project is shut down because of this, because of Hate Whitey Day. Yeah, well, Hate Whitey Day is going to, is going to wake Whitey up maybe and say, all right, we're not going to. Now, don't, tomorrow, don't go pick them all up. Well, yeah. Well, I don't work for that company. I work for a different company. But right. the, the company that you know works on this project, they hire nothing but illegals. And you know, it's it. You know, it's just like that other guy was saying. Is you know, all it is out here is just the you know the superintendent. Right. And well, then they... you know, and it's also affecting our personal lives though, because everybody you know in at my you know a lot of people at my company just lost a day of work because right. of this. So here's the deal for you guys: you go in there today while it's just you and the bosses, and you go, "Hey, jackass, hire some people that are going to show up every day instead of hiring uh, all these immigrants that can screw up my life." Yeah, your uh, your yeah. discount is over because hate why exactly you just the, the sale is over. It is back to regular prices. Thanks. Are you man. on the scaffolding right yeah. now? Are you yeah. climbing? He is working right now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not working. All right, you got me nervous. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, Moose Knuckle from Parts Unknown. We'll see you. We'll get to work. Well, that sounds standard for construction. Ah, not working right now. Yeah, I'm not doing it. It'd just be standing around anyway. That's a Monday anyway. All the white guys that are going to lose money today go to the foreman and say, hey, let this be a lesson. Don't Don't pick those guys up tomorrow.
go out and get some white guys that want the job. Pay for it. Hey, and just know Americans. The, just know on well, the uh, right, consumer right. side, Day, your house is going to be, I don't know, delayed another three months if we get exactly. it back to the other people. But I've had a house built. You could have three thousand illegal immigrants working on a house. It's still going to get delayed three weeks. No. Oh yeah. Because you know why? The faster they put it up, the more problems are. Exactly. So it's worse. They you don't, don't. You don't know that until about four or five months. Ago. No. You oh, know what? No, you can see it. You going do that walk through when yeah. you have a house built. I'll never do it again. I'll never have a house built again. You get a walk through on that, and you're going to put blue tape wherever there's a mistake. I painted the whole thing blue. I think this whole thing's a mistake. This wall is actually five feet high. I hit my head on the ceiling twice. What in the world is this? They made a house for a midget. They did. The doorway, I can't get my hand in. Well, yeah, we had a little problem with the drawing. He thought it said feet. It was actually... He did inches. It your was bu- Your budget for doors. We had to... Uh... Yeah, we had to cut back. So beaded curtains for you. No, blue tape. Yeah, everything was blue. We put it up in a day. Yeah, and it looks like it. It's miserable. Uh, uh, Pete, you're down in North Mexico. We call it Tucson. Uh, how are you? Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, doing great. Love the show. Uh, enjoying the, the entertainment. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I, I work the uh, southwest side, south side of Tucson. Uh-huh. It is just like Phoenix. The southwest uh, uh, area of Phoenix is a lot of Hispanics. You find mostly pretty much like Mexico. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's the same way down here. Well, this morning is just, you figure it's Monday morning. It ought to be busy. Right, this nothing. is just like a Sunday morning. Beautiful. Nobody, nobody's nowhere. Nobody's on the roads. There's no traffic problems. Uh, there's I don't find none of them standing on the corner. The day laborers, um, kids are out playing. It is really strange. It's, it's a beautiful it's, day in Tucson. It is. Uh, yeah. It, don't I say don't that much. Yeah. yeah, you never ever get to say that. That fr- that's the first time in the history of the spoken word that it's a beautiful day in Tucson has ever been uttered. Oh, oh it's always a beautiful day. It's just the environment makes it tough. But Tucson makes it tough. Uh, well, you're right. Come on, Pete. You're with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. But you guys make it better. All right, thank you, Pete. We appreciate <laughs> it. The only guy in Tucson with the radio strong enough to get us. Well, thank you, Pete. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, see all you, right. bud. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, saying it's a beautiful day in Tucson is like, yeah, that's a rare. It's like a jumbo shrimp. It's one of the most confusing oxymorons of all time. Tucson's beautiful. If you do it, you got to do it in your hillbilly voice. Beautiful day. It's just a nice day in Tucson. Very little fire. I can smell stuff. <laughs> what do you smell, TJ? I don't know, but it ain't normal. Stink, I think. And the, Flat meat. The trailer. The, yeah, that's it. You got new underwear on? Flat meat in the road of burling up. Nope, no drawers. I'm going with an unfurnished basement today down oh. here in Tucson. Oh. Yeah, it's a weird city. I don't care for it. It's uh, 7.37 in the morning. Sickness. I think all of Arizona except for... Tucson and uh, that's it. Tucson doesn't bother me that much. Really, there's Yuma, some, Yuma some nice spots. In the the only time I've had uh, food-induced diarrhea outside of Coco's right here by the station was in Tucson twice. Well, that's because uh, like immediate. Yeah, but you're not. That's not where you're. We all had it at that pizza place we went to down there. Yeah, we had to speed home. <laughs> granted, all four of us. Granted, there's a definite. Funky part of town of Tucson. It's called the North. But to you the get south. on the uh, resort right. sides of it. We're decent. talking about resorts. That's not. Yeah, Tucson. resorts are nice everywhere. That's not for the residents of Tucson. Tucson, the city where people live, is a dump. 
There's some outskirts. Oh, nice. Could you say that about every city in the country? There is in Tucson. You tried to tell me Toledo had good parts. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Sure. Over by the golf course where they play the Jamie Farr Classic. Brady, I'm staying on that golf course. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. If I want to get shot at, it's lovely. It's awful. There's some nice cribs. No, there aren't. <laughs> Damn it, woman. This is what it would be like if your radio had TiVo. And the weirdness doesn't stop there. The best of Homer's morning sickness, 58. Everybody's uh, raving around about that immigrant day. Doesn't look like it's causing too much trouble. The hate whitey day. Just another day. Of course, there's this girl here who I think has to be hot. She has to be hot because she goes, um, I'm just tuning in a little late. What are you guys talking about? Hate Whitey Day. What is this? Am I a moron? I have no idea what you're saying. What's going on with Hate Whitey Day? Ryan Seacrest didn't say anything about this. What happened? And her name's Jenny. Jenny hasn't been following the news because Jenny's hot. I guarantee it. Jenny doesn't have to care about what's going on in the world. Oh, my God. What? I was watching the real world the other day, and Mm -hmm. there was a hurricane. I didn't hear anything about any hurricane, and I, these guys were in it, and so I turned to like what I thought was a weather channel. There was no hurricane, so it turns out the real world's like taped, like months in advance, and we're not even seeing it like we think we are. Like it's not like live hidden cameras and stuff. So it's like totally like you know the director can like. It is true. There was no hurricane, but yet there was one in the keys where the kids are living. Call it Katrina. I, I, did it hit the I United don't like States that name. or not? I knew a girl named Katrina once in high school. Total C word. And I seriously, <laughs> one time, I was a, she totally just thought she was so hot, too. And me and Chad McKinney were walking together, and she's like, hey, Chad. It's like, oh, it's an awful Katrina. And then Katrina walked by, and Chad started to t- uh, totally go out with her, and Chad is such a D. But anywho. That's right, Chad. And did you know the big black... <laughs> Bumblebees, they don't sting. They don't. They just run into you and make all sorts of noise, but I still hate them because it gets stuck in your hair. Awesome. What is this about Mexican? Oh, my God. Look at her hair. So, seriously. So, then, like, a year later, I run into Chad McKinney. Who's he married to? Katrina. So, Chad, who had his shot with me, Jenny, totally could have had me, marries Katrina. When you can turn hurricanes into stupid high school drama. Then you're hot. (laughs) You're an insanely good-looking woman. And you've probably done it with Chad McKinney. Just an insanely hot girl. Only a hot girl would say that. <laughs> it's true. Anybody who can take the name of a hurricane and equate it. Oh, my God. That is the perfect name for a hurricane. Correct the city. <laughs> Do you remember Katrina Daniels? Oh. Hated her. <laughs> and like this hurricane, she hated black guys, too. <laughs> I think it's sexist. That's a reach. I do, too. I think it's sexist, too. Name it after boys. They do. When? Hugo? It's not a boy's name. It's like a foreigner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love chicks like that. Jenny, the Mexicans aren't going to work today. There you go. You helped her out. I try. Sorry, Jenny. I'm going to help you out. And the best part is her subject... For the email, it's just a couple question marks. Uh, uh, what's with the Mexican? I don't understand. Um, uh? So she's doing dumb blonde girl face <laughs> for her subject. She's well, she probably panicked. Great means I can't go to Rocky Point this weekend. Yeah. So is Mexico still like open? <laughs> yes, it's open. Twenty four hours. 
That's not true. Because we got stopped at the border once at like 10 o'clock and we couldn't get through. We had to sleep in a gallus with stupid Katrina and Chad McKinney humping the whole time. I hate her. Anyway, so yeah, the real world, the hurricane happened. I watched that too. <laughs> I was just flipping through. Me too. I did the same thing here. When the Cubs are getting shelled 15 to 2, you'll find yourself all over the real world marathons on MTV. <laughs> wow. Say, what can you do? The hurricane hit. I wanted to watch those kids die, but they didn't. They're okay. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Everybody's up in arms except for Jenny about this whole thing, trying to figure out what's well, going she, on. She doesn't know what's happening. Lori's online too, and maybe finally uh, waking up. Lori, are you there? I'm here. And Lori, you said you're going to can your housekeeper. Well, I am. If she doesn't show up but today, if, I am. So if she does, is she legal or not? You know, I don't know, and that's the that's the sad part. I ask I don't her. Know. Does she speak English? Um. Broken. All right, ask her. What's her name? Her name's Rosa. Rosa? <laughs> her name's yeah. Rosa. Rosa. Come on, John. She doesn't speak English. <laughs> she she speaks a little English, yes. Enough to, you know. I know what she says, too. Yeah. She says uh, she needs more of this and this because she can point out what she needs more of, like more uh, bathroom and tile spray. Right. And also, right. Uh, she knows how to say how much you owe her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, I feel a little hypocritical like you when you were talking about your your lawn uh, maintenance yeah. people right exactly yeah. you know but my lawn yeah. guys are great they're licensed bonded they take care of everything and they're i pay extra for that yes yeah but i still but, you know my lawn gets lawn i still think well i'm not doing <laughs> it and you have to replace sprinkler heads every so yeah no, right. so why don't you fire uh your uh lady anyway well you know what after this i'm thinking i probably should no I- laura you just do it there's yeah. no thinking just fire her all right. You know what? I am going to. You're going to fire her today? All right. Yes. I am. And, I uh, am. Unless she can produce produce documentation. Yes. You're, out. you're going to can it. your house. And here's what you do, Laura. You go down to Sports Authority. You buy yourself some knee pads. <laughs> get down <laughs> there. Scrubbing, Start Laurie. scrubbing, Laura. Yeah. Why aren't you cleaning? <laughs> oh, I'm a full-time student. and um, blah, blah, blah. Now you're a part-time student, now part-time <laughs> cleaning lady. Yeah, now you're a full-time student and person who cleans up after themselves. <laughs> Well, you know, and it's funny. My um, all my kids are grown there, but they're living at home right now. And what? Nobody, yeah, nobody has time to clean. Yes, they do. What time is the deadbeat boy getting out of bed? <laughs> Two. That's the problem with this country. You're not letting your kids clean the house. That's why my parents had kids to mow the grass and clean the house. Well, that's the way it used to be in our house, but that's now there. It is now, Lori. Lori, <laughs> you changed back. We're going back ten years. No more. How old is your uh, youngest? Um, well, he's going to be 18 and 2 weeks. This ass kid needs there. to be mowing and cleaning right now. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's the problem with this country. Right now, you should have a what? toothbrush scrubbing grout. Yeah, this kid goes to school saying, yeah, the maid's coming over today. She might find my stash. So well, I had to keep no, it. He, he's not going to school. So He's not even in school? No, he's He's just not. laying around the house. No, he has a job. Doing what? He, he has a job at a fast food restaurant. Yeah. All right. Well, that's only a few but, hours a day. It's but, good. I'm glad he's proud of him. But you know what? Well, Get his know, ass clean in your house. They pitch in to pay for the house. They have their projects. Oh, they pitch in to pay? I told them if oh. they didn't want to clean the house, and they were going to pay for the housekeeper. There oh, you go. Geez. That's not bad, but it's still. You got an illegal runner. Hire an American house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there we go. That's what I'm going to do. And they're going to have to pay the, you know, they're going to have to pay the difference. How so. about you just spine up a little bit, Lori, and say, hey, kids, here's the deal. We all clean our own space every day. 
Well, I've tried that. No. It, did, it didn't work. It so. will work. <laughs> or they have to get the hell out of your house. They're, they're willing to, to pony up the money oh, in order to not clean. So. Lori, Lori. Those are some lazy-ass kids. Yeah, you got some lazy kids, Lori. <laughs> Tell your husband to put the fear of Zeus in them. Yes. <laughs> Lori, thanks no, for calling. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm worried about you. we got to go with it. This is, okay. this is the problem with our country. Uh, well, you guys have a great day. You too, always, Lori. You always make mine. Well, you, thank you. That was, see, you're too uh, nice. You're too nice, Lori. You need to fight back. We'll talk to you later. Bit. Okay. You. Stay in school. Bye -bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stay in school. She's a part-time student. Uh, Full-time now. Yeah. Yeah, nobody has time to clean anything. Chase, you're uh, out and uh, you got something at Home Depot. Oh yeah, there's uh, their manager just warned me that they're all going to surround the Home Depot and try to not let anyone in or out. On thirty six, thirty sixth Street in Thomas, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and that one's the one where everybody's supposed to meet today. That's like one of the big uh, center points. Yeah, that's the huge one. They're always out there asking yeah. for work. So yeah, well, which which is more of a deterrent. The other days of the week when they're yeah. there, I know a lot of people that won't go drive up there if because I, yeah. being solicited by uh, if I get a how many truck, three, I, If I get a pickup truck, I won't go to that well, one. So, uh, uh, so we call the police and we have them all arrested. Oh, they've already got police planned to be out there and all that. All right, good, good. All right, so you want to—that's ridiculous. Yeah, I to stop people happening. from buying stuff. Good job. Chase. That's too far. Oh, they won't—they won't stop me from getting in there. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody go down there and buy happen. something. Yeah, that's the one you need to go to. If it happens, though, that's really stupid. Yep. Nice job, Chase. Thanks. No problem. Take it easy. There you go. See, Chase giving us. Everybody, this. go down there, Home Depot, thirty-six Street, and Thomas, and and buy, buy. We're doing Gringo Mondays bye, bye, bye. as opposed to no Gringo Mondays. Man, can you believe that uh, it's this? People are this. There's a battle brewing. I think it's stirred up more than um. It is stirred up a little more than it, but it's the fact that it's stirring at all. It's ridiculous. Good. You're getting the American pride back into it, you know? Buy American. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the only danger in that is the American pride usually goes one step too far. Yeah. In the past, American pride has meant slavery and... Well, and then someone yeah. gets caught embezzling from the company. Yeah. American pride has its moments, too. But you know what? You're right. It's American backbone, the good old work ethic. We need to get that back, and maybe this is teaching us a lesson. Lori's going to fire a housekeeper. Yeah, Lori's the perfect epitome of what, what the problem is. The, the teenagers don't have to do anything. Anymore. They're paying that, an that immigrant to do the house. That hates you guys right now because he's on level five of... Oh, yeah, no, he's, theft or he's definitely in the Zelda. He's got cheat codes. He can go deeper now. <laughs> but now I'm going to have to work. Mom's making me clean. Stupid Rosa used to do this. Get your teenagers back involved. Yes. Stupid. Had to pull weeds for like five hours out of a oh. ditch in our yard. Every a weekend. ditch in our yard. Who cares about a that ditch? That was yard? nothing. I had to dig a twenty-foot ditch. I remember when we were uh, when I was like and thirteen. And then fill it back up, and then dig Unbelievable. it back up. <laughs> we moved from Tempe to Mesa into this house with like this massive backyard to like twenty trees. And I remember standing next to my dad and thinking, "This yard is gorgeous." And when you're thirteen, you see, oh, I can play with dogs, I can play football, you know, full football games here. And the lady said, "It does take a lot of maintenance." And my dad just tapped me on the shoulder. We've got that under control. That's why we had exactly. Junk. It's it's legal slavery to have a boy. When I was growing up, my dad used to make me move a pile of rocks. Then I got done with it. He said, "Move it back." Exactly. And then he'd brand me. But that's that's the way it should be, Brady. Torp was on it. Hi, right, boy. Here's your brand. <laughs> You're a bogan. Circle T Ranch. Don't get lost. They'll know where to bring you. Yeah. Brand your kids today, also.
They're your little slaves. What's the point of having a bunch of midgets running around your house if they're not working? Step up, punks. The best of the morning sickness is on the air. Okay, here we go. And now it's time for the worst newscast in the history of the Valley of the I need Sun. To excuse myself and go to the men's room for <laughs> all the news minutes. and information you'd ever need from a man who sounds like Sylvester the Cat who has Alzheimer's disease. It's the Brady Report. Your host, Brady Bogan. Brady, go. Thank you, boys. Hey, uh, the uh, Discovery Channel went wrong. There's a couple in Lakeland Holiday Park. They set up surveillance cameras to watch the life of a badger. Well, this couple couple happened to wander in upon the uh, skimmed cameras, time release camera, right. naked, and they yeah. went at it. Nice. Yes. It's and on the, whole, the best part of yes, nature. It's on <laughs> film. They have to air it. They have to air it. <laughs> I'm in. It was beamed into every hotel in the park on that uh, day. It was a closed circuit yeah, shot for close. the hotel. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. They knew that. They did it on purpose. They were watching. They said, Ooh, "Yeah, let's go Ooh, find that. Let's do, let's do that." They're nature people who will hump in the woods and then eat granola and talk about how wonderful it was. You ever been to a nudist colony? No. Oh, for crying out loud! What a nightmare! Nude beaches and stuff like that. People who aren't afraid to get naked all weigh about I don't know two ninety oh. and are hung like buttons. Yeah, Instant you know the softy. most popular guy at a nudist colony, don't you, Bo? No. It's a guy with two cups of coffee and a dozen donuts. <laughs> Because he's old. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you had to explain yeah, it to him. I, was, I did the visual for him. Coffee in the hands. And he's like an Italian. He's got donuts. On. Okay. Anyway, Daimler Chrysler has a uh, a lawsuit on their hands. There is a guy that uh, started a gay website of uh, selling male makeup and cosmetics and toilet paper named after the new uh, Mercedes uh, minivan, Vaneo. <laughs> So the Vaneo website, it's www.vaneo, the website. And uh, so Daimler Chrysler suing this guy over here. So he, wait, he named his toilet paper after a car. Well, that's his, well, he's claiming that he had the name first. Hmm. But I don't know. You know, that's huge news, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's big. Yeah. Wow. By the way, it's Daimler Chrysler. That's okay. Go ahead. I don't know. That's. Uh, I'm not. Just saying. I don't know. That's, I've heard it both ways. Well, no, you haven't. But that's all right. <laughs> I've never heard it your way. And fine. No, we, now that we have. Whatever. Now we actually have heard it both ways. He's right. Go ahead. Because he made, he made his Good own point. way up. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Speaking of, I got a fortune teller uh, or a... Uh, per, yeah, it's a fortune teller for Bo to see. This uh, woman in Japan is mm. able to tell your future by having sex with you. Yes! Yes! She is based out of a uh, brothel in Kaho. Where's that? Nagoya, Japan. Oh, yeah. Oh, hot town, rock town. You're going to like it, baby. It's, Tiny yeah. it's a call. Tell your fortune. It's a college <laughs> town. <laughs> I tell you what, you're going to make map of Hawaii on my back in about five minutes. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. Oh. oh. Then you get towel. Then you get out. That's your future. Does she have to be in any particular position? Um, she says in the past year performing oral sex uh, helps her... Life, lifescape your lifeline a little more, but uh, she says. <laughs> How did you? Uh, I want to tell you. I can't. I can't. I can't. Hold on. Okay, your future is not so much. Okay, just a little bit at a time. You try to kill me. Then she says. Your past. She says uh, she's seen foreseen life events for many men, helping them to win vast amount of money on race course and race horsing bets. She rides you and then tells you which horse to bet on. 
Yes, and then she tells you which bride to marry after that, too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I got to call her. <laughs> well, last wow. thing, boys, finally, finally. There's, there's a new phone um, ringing that you can download MP3, and it, uh, one of the sound effects on it is an orgasm. So nice. your phone can ring as well? Yeah, it'll how be like Harry Met Sally. Ah! Where is it? Where? How do you get to that? Um, they don't have it. It's actually coming up on the website. <laughs> oh, You'll be able to download. Okay. Yeah. What's the website? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> well, it's preparation. Ringtones. Ringtones.com? Yeah, let's see. Um, I think it is ringtones.com. Okay. Well ringtones.com. There you go. And you can get the organ. That would be kind of a cool way to have your that phone. That would rule. There you go. Is that it, Brady? No, Unless you get a newborn baby crying, too. Uh, that's, that's always Yeah, that's hot. No, it's, it's, it's nice to be at a nice uh, five-star restaurant. Yeah. Uh, you have your phone uh, on high. Uh, 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 oh. And if it's like me, it's just, ow, ah, ah, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, we'll wait like five minutes and we'll try this again. <laughs> yeah, that's what mine sounds your like. Your phone goes yeah. through the whole spiel. Yeah. Hey, baby, oh I God. swear that happened oh, again. This has never happened before. That's what my orgasm sounds like. <laughs> Holy cow, that was fast. Oh, 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 oh my God. Is that blood? That's what my phone ringing was saying. That's the John <laughs> orgasm on the phone. What in the hell is your phone doing? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, gotta hit something nasty. <laughs> Something's broken. It already hurts to pee. What happened to me? <laughs> now that's a phone ringing, I tell you. <laughs> what would you do for a pint of beer? Was the question asked to Richard James. Well, his buddy said, I'll give you a pint of beer if you change your name. And Richard says, I'll do it. Thinking, ha, 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 funny. His buddy gets out his laptop, pays 60 bucks over the internet. Changes his name to Mr. Yellow Rat Fox Squirrel Fairy Diddle. Wow. wow. The name was uh, legitimately changed. Now Richard said it was funny, but now the jokes are getting really old. On top of that, my credit card with my old name. Canceled. Yeah. Yeah, they're all over. Where in Britain did this happen? Yeah. St. Albans. Uh, shocking. Wow. Mm. Drunken Irishman making gummed bar bets? That's new. <laughs> that never happened. I'll bet you $2 you won't chop off your own nad for a pint of bar. Oh, do it. I will. I'll do it. Watch this. Aye! Here's my sack of nuts. Where's my beer? <laughs> right here, last. Nice work. We have a uh, potentially a new segment on the Brady. What's that? It's the new segment is the uh, five interesting facts. What it is is it these little nuggets that will take you to the next level if you need to top somebody. Okay. So is that what we're like calling it, five time. interesting facts? Yes. Brady's. We'll, we'll Brady's say. five interesting topper facts. Tasty toppers. Tasty toppers. Okay. Brady's tasty toppers. Another every day you're going to do this? I imagine the well is going to run dry we'll today. Probably, yeah. No, I'm good for Two know, or three a couple days. times a okay. week, maybe. If we get you like really a big intro, hard, because I, you don't want to overdo it. Because all of a sudden you get barrage with all these tasty toppers, then you'll get them confused and you'll have crossover. All right, I don't know what you're doing. Tasty well, toppers, you, know, you like, just said it. <laughs> when? Where were one, you? At? One I understand. Out of, you know, an example: one out of 150 men have micro penis. All right. Which is under two inches. Is that a topper or is that just general fat? So these aren't really toppers. This is just guy with. This is Cliff well, Clavin information. I'm, yes, it's Cliff Clavin esque. But I, how I was picturing it is, if you're in the, you know, you can't top a guy, and it has nothing to do with what he was talking about. 
You just throw out your random tasty topper. Okay. It's like the, the human head weighs eight pounds. Exactly. Yeah. Jerry so Maguire. General trivia that you can throw out to get out of yeah. conversation. I Jonathan Lipnick. Lipnicky, or what the hell was that kid's name? That's yeah, Lipnicky. Yeah. Lipnicky News. A, hi- a hickey from Lipnick. He's like 20 now, by the way. All right, go ahead with your topper. I don't know. Go ahead. Not yet. Oh. It's, well, you can't do that. Normally go into that you, now? You can't I was build gonna, up with that. I was going to do a couple of stories and no, then. get it because then you're, you're just losing me, Brady. Go ahead. All right, we'll open up. Open up with a couple Jeez. of topics. And then in the middle of your news, if you feel like you've gone a route that is not interesting, throw in a topper at the end. 66% of the world's supply of eggplant is grown in New Jersey. <laughs> See, this is what I feared would be the topper segment. Well, that's just a bunch of stupid news. The average mat- mattress houses 6 billion dust mites. Oh. It's a uh, little known fact there, Nami. The most common thing people name their pet goldfish... Goldie. Jaws. Is that right? True. He's like a, like a ding bell every yes. time he does one. <laughs> the most common thing that Americans choke on is... Wieners. A toothpick. No. Tooth proof. That's the most common thing to go to the hospital choking on. In 1987, American Airlines saved 40000 bucks by eliminating one olive from each salad served in first class. And you think in the general conversation at like a party in the middle of something, you just start spouting it. Did you know that American Airlines saved over $40 billion? Because you'll get it wrong. 40000 See, this is why yeah. you don't do it too often. Yeah. $40 billion just by chopping an olive out of their uh, salad in first uh, class? Yeah. $40 billion. Well, these are great conversations. I've been Brady Bogan. We'll see you later. Good night, everybody. Yeah. What the hell was that little well, round mound party, of info? You can almost use that as like pickup line. A way to get into the conversation with the lady. Hey, everybody, what you talking about? <laughs> no, we're just talking about stocks, bonds, our portfolios. Well, I am the, uh, the boys. time for a little Brady education information. Hey, I might bust into another midway oh, yeah? through. That's yeah, interesting because uh, kind of goes hand in hand with what I was thinking. Is that 66% of the world's eggplant is grown in New Jersey. So long. I'm Brady Bogan. Be careful. Well, you, that's a lot of eggplants. Tap them on the head. Be careful who really? you say that to. When you're at your Greek restaurant or somewhere having eggplant, you know. What is it? Well, that was <laughs> an interesting like fact bushes. he brought up out of nowhere. He's informational and educational. And quite, say, like the way he looked me in the eyes when he said that. This moussaka is delicious. You know the eggplant yeah. moussaka, 66%. Worst uh, thing about that <laughs> crap is you laugh at it when you say it, and then someday you're going to look at eggplant and you're going to say it to the people you're with. Did you know that, uh, ah, crap, I'm doing it. Six six right there in New Jersey. If you want an appetite suppressant, you just throw this one in. A person swallows on the average of 295 times during dinner. Wow. Now no that is information. So during dinner next time. True, we'll Eric. What if you're you having start a... counting. What if you're having like a light dinner, like he just drinks. a salad? He's right. You drink the spit, the food. There's a lot of swallowing. Brady knows. Here's your last little fun fact for the day. Oh, okay. Water cooler fun fact. According to researchers in Greenland, one way the herring avoid getting eaten by whales is the herring run in giant schools and the whales swoop up. They uh, fart. They release flatulence. When a herring rips one, the bubbles confuse the whale, make it harder for them to figure out where the herring actually is. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> That's not true. True. And I got this from the Discovery oh. Channel. 
Whales are that dumb. Yeah, the bubbles confusion. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Bubbles, 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 bubbles. All bubbles. they do is swoop by with their mouth open and scoop up whatever's in the water. They don't care if they farted. Hope I'm not swimming behind a yeah, whale. Yeah, but farted. you're talking about two thousand yeah, whale. <laughs> two thousand herring farts. That's a lot of bubbles. It's not like one individual. They don't. Fart. You know why they're farting? They're about to get farts. eaten by a whale. I'd they fart too. flatulence to get away from the whales. Fact. If a whale is chasing me, I'm going to do more than fart. If the fart works, you go with it. I'm going to be dropping dung. Ah, whale! That doesn't matter. They eat it anyway. Oh. What's the matter with you? Sick. Oh, they do. Why would a whale chase you anyway? Because uh, it's hungry? You may it chase eat John. Yeah, John. How do you know it doesn't eat people? Well, well, I guess like they've got a whale. discerning taste. Um, no, not for me. It eat me. It's like a lot grill. of times with that mouth wide open, I'm sure. I know what it's getting. That's true. If you're whale would eat me. Whales take would, it back. Uh, one whale would gobble you up there because it eats squids. Yeah. Sperm <laughs> whale. Yeah, Randall calls me a squid all the time. Plus, with the chicks you've been dating, you smell just like fish, anyways. That's true. And not the good kind. He's smell more like a dumpster out back to star kiss plant. <laughs> they eat you just to get you out of the water. It's 6.58, morning sickness. That's not a true story. True story, Discovery Channel. Check it out. Doesn't mean anything. Check it out. And how do they find this stuff out? Why? Cancer, still a problem. AIDS, still a problem. But we know that Herring. herrings fart to, to stay get away. away. Yeah, if we're paying somebody to check that out. Put them on oh. something else. John, it's like this. Say you're a snorkeling mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, or you're, you're scuba, and all of a sudden you see this school of herring and you see a whale come up. The see first the bubbles thing come out. You'd go, that is the coolest thing. Did I just think I just saw that? <laughs> that I wouldn't think that they're farting. I'd be dodging you that whale. If I'm that no, close to a whale, would, I'm not looking at the herring and seeing if they're farting or not. I'm getting the hell out of it. The whale would have, uh, for the most part, nothing to do with it. I know, but I still don't want to be in the same spot as a whale. Because when that uh, herring, school of herring turns your way. Yeah. What do you do? Fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Use the bubbles to get away. I'll keep that in mind. Every time you're in the pool with me, I'll keep you away from me with one of those. Ugh. Squids will ink you, herring. Oh, I'll ink you. You come at me too fast, I'll link you and we're in dry land. Oh, boy. There's your Brady Report with some fun facts about whales. Eric appreciates that. Herrings. And and herrings. Kind of both. And the whale rider. And the whale rider himself. Do you ever fart to get one off of you? No. This no. giant chick won't leave. Ooh, I love that smell. That's a good... That's a good... <laughs> that could be your getaway. Yeah. That smells like gravy, Eric. I love me some gravy. Especially if you're 69. Oh, jeez. You just made me picture you and one of those pigs doing that. Why would you say that? 29-year-old Tanya Collins of Shady Hills, Florida, has a 10-year-old son who sounds like a bit of a spaz. When Tanya told young Casey to come home because they wanted to go to the store to buy some milk and bread, the boy swore at her and then climbed 25 feet up in a tree. Casey thought milk and bread was a trap to get him in the car to see Tanya's fiance, whom he doesn't care for. <laughs> now, even uh, the swearing 
And even if he was a spaz, this is giving Tanya the right <laughs> to do what she did next. Uh-oh. She, she shot the boy yeah. out of the tree with a BB gun. <laughs> How do I know this stuff? I've actually gotten where I can guess the endings of these horrible things. One of the BBs hit Casey in the arm. He monkeyed down from his nest and started running around the yard screaming, quote, You shouldn't have shot me, you dummy! <laughs> it's true, she shouldn't have. After Casey had told some people in the school what happened, school officials called the police and... Tanya is facing child abuse charges. That is the best mom ever. He hates the fiance. Imagine what he's doing to the kid. Mom's shooting him out of trees. He's part bear. I'll go up in my tree. There's no way you're going to get me down. Oh, yeah? I'm going to fire a weapon at you, you dumb little bastard. Milk and bread. That's just great. That's the best parenting advice I can give you. If your kid's giving you trouble, shoot your kid. BB gun. Yeah, yeah, I can hear. We're not going to get milk and bread. We're going to go see Cooter. <laughs> Mama's pooner is aching for love. It's time to go. You're going to get milk and bread when Mama takes the high hard one from your new daddy. He's my uncle, and that ain't no lie. 20-year-old man accused of sexually abusing a horse in Edmonton equestrian stables is facing criminal charges. Now we're talking. <laughs> Police were called at the uh, Whitman Equine Center on Wednesday morning. It was the second break-in. They uh, evidently have the guy on film. They're going to have to review the uh-huh. filming. And uh, they're charging him with breaking and entering and committing bestiality. <laughs> 21-year-old, the, uh, <laughs> the suspect is Caleb Dwayne Bablett's. Also, editor of Playhorse magazine. <laughs> yeah, it's bad enough if you cheat on your wife and she hired the detective and that's on film and you got to watch that. But imagine, we've got you on tape doing something. And that guilt face has just got to be the worst. Do you know this horse? Maybe. <laughs> Is that you mounting the horse? I want to be a jockey. <laughs> I slipped there. Yeah. I was just trying to get on from behind and I couldn't quite make it over the back. All your pants around your ankles. All right, I was having sex with that horse. Do we have to make this public? You mad? What is the fascination with the horses? I'm almost curious enough to try it. <laughs> There's so many people who do it. You just gotta oh, get really? to the point. Did that you say that? Do it, John. There's every day somebody's no. humping something other than a Where person. Where was that from, Brady? Where was that story? Edmonton, Canada. Okay, See? really? You want to be like a Canadian oh, now? Look, it happens constantly. It happened at Papago Farms every night. They were leaving KY Jelly Bar. You know what? You put a little apple pectin on there, and they'll go to town. <laughs> See? I'll be their salt lick. We got one in the room now. I'll start with the Shetlands. They're little. A woman in Norway has just experienced a kind of miracle that only happens in Bud Light Super Bowl commercials. Haldis Gunderson. She's a Nor- Norway. Aldous. She turned her... Um, kitchen faucet on and beer started pouring out what beer she lives two floors above the big tower bar and somehow their plumber <laughs> screwed up everything so the bar hoses were hooked up to the pipes that flowed in haldis's apartment Sweet. meanwhile when the local yokel went in there to get his pint of beer <laughs> water started coming out of the tap oh oh there's the trouble yeah you're gonna have fires and haldis Everything went really bent when people started singing ABBA to try to correct the tap. <laughs> so did they fix it? It's fixed. So Haldis doesn't have beer taps anymore in her house? That would be awesome. How does The ABBA only downside was the beer coming out of the out of the faucet was kind of warm and flat because there's no it's Europe. They like it though. cooler plate. It's piped into the hot water heater. Yeah. Oh, and your showers? Oh, your shower on beer? Anyone oh. want a hot beer? Oh, I'll be in the shower, lad. 
sounds great in your mind. But yeah. No. No, you just, oh, yeah, but that's, you'd think that God finally was smiling on you, wouldn't you? You just <laughs> open the tap. This is different. It's all foamy, my water. <gasps> Beer. That finally, a, a guy named Alan Abney. He's a 56-year-old retired Canadian citizen. He lives in uh, British Columbia. He was at a border crossing, about to visit Idaho, when an American Border Patrol agent checked out his ID. We have him up there? We do. Huh. They discovered that Alan wasn't always a Canadian. He used to be an American. Hmm. And 38 years ago, when he was 18... Draft dodger. Alan joined the U.S. Marines and was scheduled to... Go to Vietnam, but he bailed at the last minute and fled to Canada, where he's been living ever since. Makes him a deserter. Agents nabbed him. Now Alan is in military prison in San Diego. Oh, my God. Facing How long? 40 years he left. Marines say the 38-year grudge like this is completely normal. Yeah. Lieutenant Lawton King says, quote, once a Marine deserts his unit 30 days after the fact, the federal warrant is issued. The warrant is outstanding until the Marine is apprehended. There's no statute of limitations on bailing on the Marines. Correct. He What's says his punishment? His, uh, yeah, that's what I want to know. What's he going to get? Life in Canada. <laughs> it does not say yep. what he His punishment get. is living in Canada some more. No. No. Obviously, he didn't like it that much. being treated fair. He's... Um, yeah, what's he going to Idaho he's, for vacation? You live in a dump if Idaho's your vacation destination. In the wing where he's staying, he's the leader of the Naked Pyramids. Nice. I send you to a lifetime in British Columbia, Canada. <laughs> Molson, every day. <laughs> Labats. Skunky Labats. <laughs> the Blue Jays. Yeah. Today, Alan, you're going to have to ski in Whistler. So, no! 20-yard end zones. <laughs> A 60-yard line. Stupid! No! <laughs> A prime minister. Free yeah. medical. Oh, wait. wait a minute. That's good. You <laughs> have to wear the jock strap of an Argonaut on your head <laughs> for two weeks. A stampede. Hockey night on Friday. Boring! But the, that's a great question. What What do they throw at him? I mean, how long does he stay in military prison? As long as they want. He's obviously for the guilty. Rest, for the sentence that it, well, how long did he sign up for the Marines? Four years? Well, he was there total like 30 days. Yeah, he was there for 30 days. But if he signed up for a four-year deal, stick him in. People the, don't get it. Once you sign that paper. Oh, oh, boy, you're in. Stick him in the joint for four years. I almost feel bad for those some of those kids though. They're like, you know, Which ones? Just get out of high school. Don't know what the hell they're doing. They sign up. Well, sign up. And once they get there, they're like, Whoops. the world changes. It's funny because you. It was, world changes, but you don't see too many deserters really going on. I was at Fiesta Mall and they had couches set up and two recruiters standing there going, "You guys can be in the military and be comfortable for the rest of your lives." And these two guys are just staring at them. They're just dead high as kites, I think. <laughs> staring at these recruiters, and the guy's like, is that the kind of lifestyle you want? Lots of money, travel. Then he's going on, and I'm listening to it. Larry McFeely and I were, and Larry was high, I'm sure. He's getting these potheads. We're dying laughing. I'm like, let's sit down and listen to this. Let's, let's see the it. world. Yeah, you can see the world. What about the war? What war? There's a war. 
don't know what you're We don't know about. anything about a war, son. That's we don't deal I, with that. We're Marines. That's where maybe the voice goes down. Let me tell you something. Yeah. The odds of you going over there are yeah. slim and none. <laughs> Let me also tell you something. That's all TV. There isn't even really an Iraq. <laughs> they got some new... Um, it's a movie. Got some new material today, though. Hey, we're clearing out of there by the end of the year. Think we're going to send over somebody like you? You're brand new. You're dumb. They never send the new guy. Plus, if you sign this, you get a free dime bag around the corner. What? What do I sign then? Mom, Dad, I joined the military. Good. That's what my dad would have said when I was 18. Good. He signed it for I the hope dime there's bag. a war. Thanks, Dad. That'll learn you. Hey, getting pudgy anyway. Tell you, the ones that are going over there, though, all the ones that I've met and seen, uh, there is no slack in training. That's for sure. No, because he's like, I'm over there and I'm ready to complete my. They want to kill everything. Yeah, dude, we met the other day. I just want to shoot somebody. Jesus. Well, <laughs> didn't quite say it like that, but yes, he's like, he I want. Well, he says, I want to. You know. Um, if we're warring over there and we're fighting at yeah, the time, I'm gonna kill some let's get it done. I met one guy, and his first words, I said, how is it over there? Man, I haven't shot one brown person. I'm like, oh. Mostly oh. boredom. Yeah, they're bored. It's like that. And all they want to do is kill brown people. Well, and they say that, that a lot. and, you know, they have a friend or someone in their, you know, platoon that got wiped out by one of those oh, yeah. car bombs. Yep, and they want to kill them. just want to. And that's what the one guy told me. He said, man, we lost a couple guys. And he said, and then my friend got three. I've got zero. Kills? Yeah. My buddy's got three. So I got some work to do. Holy cow. He had uh, I wanna the gun. He was you. protecting a bridge. What was his name? But you know, 242 caliber. Yeah. What happens when that hits? Well, they pretty much disappear. It makes a little tiny hole in the front, and then your back explodes out from your shoulders to your ass. Oh. You shot anybody? Not yet. You gonna? Oh, yeah. Good night. Yes, I am. That's crazy. Yeah, that's Get some. Brutal. Get some. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to life. I want. I think Canada should be America's prison. Send them to Canada. You know what the best thing about shooting the women and children? <laughs> you don't have to lead them as much. <laughs> Pretty watch that. You watch that movie far too much. It's the only movie you quote dead on from beginning to end. That, my friends, is your Brady report. And remember, if you've joined the Marines in the last, I don't know, twenty-four hours, you're going to want to show up for that gig. It's ninety-eight KUPD. Some protection. Here comes the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. But and then the uh, in other news, somebody stole Casey Queso. Where is he? <laughs> I don't understand the world anymore. I'm convinced. There's two things yesterday that I read, and now this is the day and age of information and internet everything. Somebody stole Casey Queso, and Clay Aiken is winning his uh, political campaign well, because the got... other guy died. Yeah. Fell down the stairs. Democratic opponent. So there's a good chance Clay Aiken killed his opponent during this uh, heated political battle. His power is growing. Dude fell down the stairs. Heart attack. Right. It's Clay Aiken. He's the chosen one. I know. But if Clay Aiken was in my house and I was at the top of the stairs unexpectedly and he had a knife or something, I might have a heart attack and fall down the stairs too. That's all it would take. (laughs) But yeah. Where's Casey Kasem? Where in the world? Do you know where they think he is? What's that? Indian Reservation. Yeah, something. They think he's at a I casino. I think his wife's trying to heal him or something. Well, Gene's been <laughs> been keeping the family away because they want to do all sorts of stuff with him. Dear Casey, where am I? Right, Casey. 
She's dragging what's left of Casey Kasem around the country, apparently. And now a long-distance dedication to myself. <laughs> Cherokee people! <laughs> Dear Casey, I've been kidnapped by my wife. <laughs> She's taking me story. to an Indian casino. <laughs> I have dementia. I would like to hear UB40's red, red wine. <laughs> it was just, where, how do you steal Casey Kasem? Somebody's got to notice. Even the Indians know who he is, right? Like you can't have Alzheimer's Casey wandering around the blackjack tables. No, but there's a yeah. It, I mean, it's kind of it's like odd. egg on the face on the family that's trying to get their well, dad. It's like, how do you lose track of your dad? Because Gene's been sneaky. The wife's been nuts about it. Like she's been doing stuff. They're not allowed to visit when for, they're not yeah. looking. They're not allowed within. They, she's got restraining orders. It's against like them. the evil stepmother. Yeah, she's decided to <laughs> scoop him up, throw him over the shoulder, and where are we going, Gene? Indian casino case. I can't walk. So you're going to have to carry Maybe there was something in the will she didn't like, so she, like she stole anything. him. Yeah, she stole Casey. <laughs> and now I sit with a shaman who stares into my eyes and tells me to drink a magic potion. And I will, because I have dementia. And you can put anything in me. Craziness <laughs> out there, man. The whole the day yesterday, crazy. as I read a story, another story after another story after another story. It just got so strange. Donald Sterling's interview goes crazy. Oh, wow. And then right under it, Casey Kasem missing. He's 82. I, when I first saw it, I actually saw it on Facebook. It was like trending. Casey, Why is Casey Kasem trending? He must have died. <laughs> That's it, what it I, no, like he's it. stolen. I did the what? same thing. Yeah, you're figuring it sounds like he, he took off in the desert in his backyard yeah. and it's missing. It's like Monuments Man has to go find Casey Kasem. <laughs> We have a case. Let's go get him. That was the last thing I was expecting to see. I sit alone in a cave on an Indian reservation, waiting for my food. <laughs> Will it ever come? I don't know. My statue ex, six-foot wife, has gone missing also. It's crazy because it's just, where'd he go? You gotta have a hotel room or something, right? You can't just stick him in a teepee. Oh, he wouldn't know. He's 82. He's got terrible dementia and Alzheimer's. What is she trying to fix? Trying know. to keep the family away from him, I guess. Yeah, well, you could do that with lawyers and stuff. She's been pretty successful at keeping them away from him. What's taking him to, like, she's taking him to an Indian reservation to make him better. Yeah, he's, he's losing it, too, I somebody guess. Somebody stole Casey Casey. And 20 years ago, listening to America's Top 40, I never would have thought, boy, this is how you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, what do you think of uh, this scenario here? Yeah. Uh, Casey's 80, 82 years old. <laughs> Wife and family can't get along about him. She picks him up, throws him over the shoulder, fireman carries him to an Indian reservation. He goes missing. No one knows where he is, and they just find him in the desert. Goes, what are you on? What are you smoking? It's going to happen. And now, back to the countdown. He, I just picture him uh, like uh, walking around in the desert. Jim Morrison in the <laughs> background. Long hair. I remember, I remember the first time I met you. <laughs> It was 1967. All this music's just playing in his head. You had three hits. <laughs> I am the Lizard King. We've never met, man. Well, now we have. And we're better for it. <laughs> and now, back to the countdown. Or maybe she just buried him with his head above the ground. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> Red ants are crawling bear. all over my face. Dear Casey. Casey, buried on an Indian reservation, writes. Dear Casey. Tied to a rock. All I see is the sweltering sun's misty haze over the desert floor. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, an odd day, just all the way around. If you've seen Kate, I'm going to put up posters in my neighborhood. <laughs> Have you seen this man?
and just a picture of Casey Kasem. You know what's really weird? I was riding my bike over to, uh, to uh, like, Camelback and 20th Street. They're about town and country area. And uh, on my way back up 20th Street, there's a missing poster. Pretty good size one. It says lost on top. I'm like, oh, no. It's a dog or cat. Get my eye on this. See what's going on. It's a chicken. They're popular. Would, how far can your chicken get before you, <laughs> before you, like, somebody goes, I know who this is. <laughs> or if it's outside of the yard, what are the odds it, but is it still running around? That's what I mean. You know, you're up uh, Squaw Peak area. There's a, something ate it. There's some predators. A dog, something. But even still, it's a chick, it's a missing chicken. So I was going to, what I was going to do was go to the Safeway and take pictures of chicken breasts in the thing and do found posters. Put them right near the chicken posters and see if these people... Because you, you're missing a chicken. And I know you might be close to your chicken. But if it goes missing, it's really just the fault of the owner because chickens don't go far. They stick around where the corn is and they just kind of stay there. So if your Put chicken ran away... Put of uh, uh, rotisserie restaurants like Boston. Boston <laughs> Market. They got like racks of them. Dear Casey, I'm trapped in a cave with a chicken. My wife's gone insane. Somebody either stole your chicken, something ate your chicken, or your chicken is the smartest one ever and actually did run away and get away with it. Because if I find a chicken in my front yard, and I got a neighbor who's got some chickens, I think I know where it goes. They're not the easiest things to catch, no. either, unless you can corner it, which you can't, you know, you can right. work it around They're there. They're quick but... if you're chasing them, but for the most part, they stay put. Not like chickens go on walkabout too often. Not to necessitate missing posters. <laughs> you know? If he's missing, he's in a storm drain. Everything is bad. Nothing good comes from your missing chicken. He's not just walking down Camelback. Somebody'd notice, like just like a dog, you know, like a stray. And everybody's kind of like, oh, poor chicken. Hopefully he it finds It's probably one of those things that, you know, it'll appease the kids if you can put oh, up posters. That's probably true. You know, yeah, let's, yeah. let's put an effort in. Kind of like Casey Casey. And she's looking at the... <laughs> Let's put up some posters and it'll be all yeah. right. Dear Casey, I've lost my chicken. Yeah, I don't know. It's the strangest day of all time. Let's make it weirder, shall we? Let's put Donald Sterling and Casey Casey with Magic Johnson in the same room. You think Casey looks at the clock? And now back to the countdown. Just waiting to die. <laughs> That's the man, too. You can't yeah. take the man. It's Casey. Everything he did was awesome. Yeah. He made me like nine different types of music in a 20-song span. Oh, it was always exciting when they'd throw in like, you know, Nirvana and Soundgarden. My and stuff favorite and part was when it's like, and falling from number one to number four, Rupert Holmes with the Pina Colada song, which means one thing. We have a new number one. Ah! Sticking around for that. Got to find out what's number one. And then milk it. Oh, it's great. It's a great show. So anyway. If you see Casey Kasem, call the authorities. I have no idea where he is, and no one does. So, we'll miss you, Casey. Best part was Dave Pratt put it on his Facebook page last night. A friend of mine texted me. Said something about uh, my, my friend who has become a uh, an unauthorized biographer of Pratt's lies. <laughs> Said that he mentioned, uh, it just breaks my heart to see what's happened to Casey Kasem. He and I shared many coffees, as I mentioned in my book, 30 Years Behind the Mic. He promotes his book. Right. Because he cares so much about his friend. And uh, my friend who's read that book back to front like nine times is like, yeah, that's right. Where he mentions it in his book, absolutely nowhere, ever. So he lied about that, too. <laughs> it just gets under your skin. Just, yeah, needs to go.
America. I wish Gene Kasem would steal him. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. The Big Red Radio and your Valley Honda dealers remind you guys to rock and drive responsibly. For the incredibly missing Casey Kasem, he is, there's a uh, kind of an idea of where he is. A judge just did an injunction saying, you got to tell us where the hell Casey Kasem is. So no one knows where Casey Kasem is except for his beautiful wife, Jean. It's gone dark. Who has evidently stolen him and taken him off to... Uh, some reservation in Utah, but his kids aren't sure where he is. No one knows where he is. He's missing. Casey Kasem has been stolen and is missing. He's an American treasure. He must be found immediately. So uh, it is our job, as we, uh, I happen to know Casey's cell phone. <laughs> wow, you guys are good friends. Great connection on top of it all. It is time now. Is it ready, Toledo? Should I just hit the button? Not that one, no. No? Oh, it's time to play our new game, Where in the World? It's Casey Kasem. Well, she sings about the world. Yeah, to Carolina. She's a sticky finger filter from Berlin down to Belize. Take you for a ride. Don't bust to China. Tell me where in the world is Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. <laughs> it's so horrible. I feel bad. I know. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> There's more? Casey Kasem. All right. So that's the theme song to the game. <laughs> I like that at extended first, version. At first, I was curious. Okay, it's going to take too long. <laughs> but then That's was, a jam. Totally worth the camp. Well, he's here is where he is, and he's he's on the phone, actually. He's knocking. Maybe up. she's got him. He's knocking over. She's an Indian. <laughs> Red Thunder. Red what have Thunder, you done with where Casey? Where is Casey Kasem? Red Thunder, I ask you. Uh, tell me where in the world is Casey Kasem. That's all we need to know. <laughs> anyway. Uh... So he's knocking on the phone because uh, he's here. We have a great connection. But Casey doesn't know where he is, and he is, uh, <laughs> he's got to tell us. So he's going to describe a place to you. If you get the three places Casey's been, we can pinpoint where he is, and you will get prize packs from Del Frisco's. $100 for a great restaurant over at Del Frisco's 24th and Camelback. And, of course, also Black Label Society tickets so you can have dinner and a show. Uh, <laughs> easy enough. All right. Casey uh, is here. I don't know how to get him in. Or what, are, what are we? Open the door. That's I'm here. I'm Casey Kasem, and I don't know where I am. We're going to guess. A long-distance dedication from somewhere, from someone, telling me where I am would be very helpful. So we simply ask the question. Tell me where in the world is Casey Kasem. That's all we need to know. <laughs> we miss you, Casey. And I miss humanity. <laughs> all right, on the phone right now, before we give Casey's clues, uh, who is this? Carrie. Carrie, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, do you have any ideas? Do you think you know where he is? Uh, I'm pretty confident. Utah sounds like a good, good place for him. Utah. All right, hmm. let's see if uh, Casey can give you clues as to where he is. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, Casey, go right ahead. And the letter starts. By the time Christopher Columbus... Sorry, and the letter starts. Dear Casey, 
<laughs> By the time Christopher Columbus discovered the New World, the Aztecas' dominance over neighboring tribes had started its decline. Their nearby neighbors, the Tlaxcaltecas, became their bitter enemies and facilitated Cortez's march into Tenochtitlan. <laughs> And an eventual right? conquest. Of course I am. Oh, I'm okay. Casey Kasem. <laughs> Sorry. The Aztecas were conquested in 1521. <laughs> I'm surrounded by decapitation donkey dicks and hookers. So I simply ask you this. Tell me where in the world is Casey Kasem. Any idea? I'm going to guess New Mexico. Incorrect. <laughs> New Mexico is incorrect. Nice try. Thanks for playing. <laughs> I'm still lost. I'm Casey Queso. Doesn't sound like Albuquerque. I don't know. Either who's this? Alamogorda. Alamogorda. No, definitely not that. Are you there? Oh, wait, that's a different one. Is this Frank? Yeah. Frank, how are you? I'm okay. Are you ready to play, Frank? I suppose I am. What are you here to play? Where in the F is Casey Queso? <laughs> All right, close enough. Let's get Casey's next clue and see if you can get these. Are you ready? Yeah. And the clue starts. Dear Casey. Are you writing a letter to yourself? I'm standing in a neighborhood with Sounds tree-lined like streets. A ton of white people that smell like cow crap. And they don't care to swear. I'm surrounded by bishops, missionaries, and hookers. In Arizona's sweet delight, I ask you this. Tell me where in the world is Casey Casey. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't hear the first part of it because somebody else over there was talking. Oh, that would help talking about <laughs> Brady. I'm standing in a neighborhood with tree-lined streets, tons of white people that smell like cow crap, and they don't like to swear. Surrounded by bishops, missionaries, and hookers, I'm in Arizona's little gym. So I ask you this: Tell me where in the world is Casey Kasem? Um, Gilbert. Gilbert. Nice is correct. That's one. Well, you're not very far away, then. I think we can save you. You would think so. But so many people have been saved in this city and still can't be found. Clue number two starts. Dear Casey, I'm surrounded by VC, Robin Williams fans, and tranny hookers. Charlie don't surf, and that's a shame because the beaches are amazing. You don't know because you weren't there. Please. Tell me where in the world is Casey Kasem. Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Easy. A world traveler. One more for the win. If he gets it right, will you be found officially? He gets uh, no, a prize. No, just have better clues. I think we'll just have better we'll clues as moving. to where he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll just know uh, that he's around there. All right. All right, here we go. Ready? Casey's ready to give you the clues. Here we go. Casey, take it away. And the clue begins. Dear Casey, all eyes are on the host of this year's World Cup. Citywide rejuvenation has infused the energy of the neighborhoods. I'm surrounded by murdered soccer refs and hookers. So I ask you. Tell me where in the world is Casey Casey. Brazil. I need you to be more specific. Um, uh, more specific, uh, Sao Paulo. Oh, oh sorry. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> so close. How many Brazils are there? There's one Brazil, but there's cities in it. Besides the wax. 
That's like saying in the United States, how many United Stateses are there? <laughs> well, yeah, but I didn't know you were going to ask for a specific spot. I mean, it's we well, just did. Come on. Let me reiterate the clues. <laughs> a citywide rejuvenation has been infused in the neighborhoods, surrounded by murdered soccer refs and hookers. Sorry about that. Nobody found him. I had to let Frank go. That's a shame. Next up is Ben. Ben, are you there? Yep. All right, Ben, are you ready? Yes. Are you pretty good at geography? No. All right, good. <laughs> this will be perfect for you. And the clue begins. The proximity of the Ion Hotel that I'm standing by was designed by California-based studios Minarch. The Thingvilla National Park means you can fish on Iceland's natural lakes. Let the hotel chef cook your catch. I'm surrounded by frozen dildos and hookers. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me where in the world is Casey Casey. That's, that's a really good wow. clue. Um, You're stunned? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't give you a prize. Let me read the letter again. Dear Casey. The proximity of the Ion Hotel, design, designed by California-based studio Minarch, to Thingweiler National Park means you can fish on Iceland's natural lakes. I'm surrounded by frozen dildos and hookers. Let's go with the uh, best western in Gila Bend. Jeez. Even the second time? I'm going to let you just, go. Just give up, Casey. Just give Casey, up. Suddenly, stay there. I don't feel as lost. <laughs> Oh, there was a really good clue in the middle there. Man. Really good. <laughs> Dear Casey, I'm going down. <laughs> Hi there, who's this? This is Jimmy. Are you ready to find Casey, Jimmy? Yes, I am. All right, let's see if you can do it. Let's give you the last clue again. <laughs> Casey, read the last one again. Dear Casey, the proximity of the Iron Hotel, designed by California-based studio Minarch, to Thingvella National Park, means you can fish on Iceland's natural lakes. I'm surrounded by frozen dildos and hookers. Please. Tell me where in the world is Iceland. Hey! Yes! Yeah. Woo! Wow. How'd he do it? <laughs> it was a frozen dildos and hookers. Yeah, it was that. It was a frozen dildos and hookers. I gave it away. Dear Casey, I'm in the middle of a circle surrounded by giant rocks, surrounded by hookers. <laughs> Surrounded by druids. Are there hookers everywhere he goes? <laughs> Please tell me. Tell me where in the world is Casey. Oh. What was the first part again? Sorry. Dear Casey, <laughs> I'm standing in the middle of a circle, surrounded by giant rocks, surrounded by hookers, surrounded by druids. <laughs> Droid. No. no, druids. No. Druids. Not druids. Oh, druids. <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking yes. for. <laughs> I am not on Tatooine. Yeah, how's that? Okay, um, druid. Do you want the clue no. again? Yes, one more time, please. Dear Casey. <laughs> Why? So insensitive. So insensitive. <laughs> Dear Casey, I'm standing in the middle of a circle, surrounded by giant rocks, surrounded by hookers, surrounded by druids. So please tell me. Tell me where in the world is Casey Casey. Stonehenge. 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 Yes. You say hedge. Yes. He's Mexican. I think. You say hedges. Stonehenge. Where the druids? Dear Casey. 
reaching a population of nearly 10 million people. This is the city that's the center of the Russian Federation. I'm surrounded by vodka and hookers, so please tell me. Tell me where in the world is Casey Kasem. Moscow. Moscow is correct. Nice. It's two for two. One uh, more for the win. Isn't that three? No. No. Stop no. it. Stop it. I, I got Iceland. You got Iceland. Okay, oh, yeah, that, that was true. Yeah. Iceland shouldn't have counted, but it did. Oh. So we've, we've narrowed it down. He's either in Iceland... Moscow. What was the third or one? Stonehenge. Or Stonehenge. Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, man. Hold on a second. Well played. Thank you. Hopefully this helps in the capture of my abductor, Gene Casey. Do you want to be found? Dear Casey, do you want to be found? Writes Eric O'Connor, <laughs> who listens on 98 KUPD in Phoenix, Arizona. Every day. Eric, the answer is no. <laughs> I never want to be found. So I don't run into people that don't know where Iceland is when you tell them where Iceland is. Well, good luck to you. The fear is I'll be found and have to ask that guy for directions somewhere someday. And I'll end up in the bottom of a lake. I'm Casey Kasem. So long, Casey. We'll miss you. Gosh, I hope they find him. We'll play it again, Toledo. That's our game. It's called Where in the World is Casey Kasem? Oh, timing! This is the best of Homer's morning sickness. All these people are emailing about that girl who failed. And I think Alex Plasco has nailed it. He texts me and says, Megan Rutledge, the girl who did the fist pump, crashed her bike and lost the gold medal in the X Games, should get a wing in the Smithsonian. Because isn't that what women love when they're heroes? Almost, and then crash. <laughs> right next to Amelia. Put her right next to Miss Earhart, because that's what a female hero is. A girl who almost made it to her destiny, but then crashed and burned. And then our black listener, Reggie, fires over the name of the girl who was the snowboarder. Out of nowhere, he goes, Lindsay Jacob Ellis. I'm like, how do you know that? And he goes, useless knowledge, I'm your guy. I'm more blown away that there's a black guy. Who knows Winter Olympic facts? Fringe sport Winter Olympic facts. And the next thing he's going to tell me is on the high school swim team. I might just fall out of my chair. So anyway, what are you going to do? I had to share this because I got an email from somebody that said, uh, uh, like the Megan one nine one one yesterday with the Bears. I forgot about this. You'll really like this. Because uh, she did the thing where I threw, uh, we'll throw uh, bread on the ground and uh, feed the birds. Will that make bears? No. Uh, when a man bear and a girl bear love each other very much. So I went through the whole speech of how that's not how bears are made. Uh, on our way to Shola, this is another one I was going to tell you yesterday, I forgot. We drive by the Cubs' new facility, which is over on the 202 and 101. We're driving by, and I peek over, and I'm like, man, they did a really good job make, coming along. making that look like Wrigley. It's got the lights are the same, and I said, they did a really good job making it look like little Wrigley. Was that on purpose? No, like most construction jobs, they just start pounding and nailing and then step back after hey. four months and go, God, I hope this is something. It looks just like Wrigley. We messed up. We don't. Oh, shut up. You know what I meant. No, nope, most construction jobs are just, hey, we got some steel and glue. And actually, no, I don't know what you meant. <laughs> start Not cramming right. those things together, boys, and hope a stadium happens. <laughs> Do we get any plans? No, no, that's not how construction works. It's all accidents. What'd you build? We don't know. Looks like Wrigley, we think. That's perfect. Remember, whatever you do, don't.
Don't make it look like rigging. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't do that. When construction, that's a plan. That would be more than what Megan's right. construction company would come up with. You must wake up every morning just, just waiting for giddy. one. Yeah, yeah just what like, gonna, ooh, what's what, going to happen today? <laughs> what are you going to say next? <laughs> every day is a new adventure. Did they do that on purpose? Nope. In fact, our house is an accident. Why? <laughs> this was supposed to be a bank. <laughs> um, boss, it happened again. We got the materials. We accidentally built the house. God damn it. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> Did they do that on purpose? Gentlemen, we're building a baseball stadium today. Now, we all know what those look like by memory. And I think that's enough planning for us. So everybody get together and grab a hammer. And start hitting things. Maybe Megan's found her calling. <laughs> yeah. Project manager. Yeah. All right, guys. Here's the plan. Build it. Build what? All right. A baseball stadium and go. No, they knew they were building a baseball oh, okay, stadium. They okay. didn't have a plan on how that was going to come together. Okay. And it just so happened that the Cubs' new facility accidentally looks a lot like the Cubs' Wrigley Field. you got to be kidding me. As they drive away from her, you've got to be kidding me. Did you see what we just did? That looks a lot like Wrigley. Genius. Has she asked how Ivy gets on the walls or anything like that? Uh, no, I think she gets that one. That one's not. I think she's asked me why, and I uh, don't know. I forgot. I always forget that, and then they always say it in like a Cubs special. I'm like, oh yeah. I think it was one of the owners thought it was a to protect the players from those bricks. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Just throw some ivy up there. They haven't invented padding. <laughs> I don't know, but yes, accidentally. And I drove her by the dial uh, building. I don't know what they call that thing anymore. It used to be the Greyhound Tower, and then it was the Dial V ad, and that one downtown. The bar of soap. You know, it's shaped like a football. That's actually a really hard construction design. Right there. Was that an accident? Yep. They made the most of it, though. <laughs> what a good accident. Hey, all of our steel's bent. It. We'll just make the top curvy. Right. Great work, boss. I would like to see that happen where they just reveal, move that bus. And the stadium is just this ramshackle oh. mess. We didn't have plans. We're going to start over. Here's to knock it down and start again. Legos. This is the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, 98KUPD. We celebrate the darkness that is Darth Vader. The dark side is here. Putting fear into the studio. That goes there now. To clear it out. What I happened? Did, I did, I'd put my change in another pocket because he always rifles through my stuff. Oh. to get rid of some things that mean stuff to me. He's, he's a bad man. He steals. Darth Vader is here. It is uh, his creator's birthday. George Lucas is the uh, best creation of all time. Darth Vader standing outside on this day of fear. Let's welcome the dark ruler himself. Darth Vader, everybody. Come on in, Darth. I can get out of the way. Lord Vader, welcome. Annie, what up? I like that. That's cute, Annie. That's my real name under the hood, you know. <laughs> Happy birthday, George Lucas. Thank you for the job. <laughs> What'd you get him for? I try to do other movies. <laughs> but I've been typecast. It's the problem with being a large African American actor. I only get roles in Tyler Perry movies <laughs> and as Ice Cube's partner in bad cop films. Wait a minute. I think you're white underneath there because at the end of uh, Turn of the Jedi. You're We're all the same laying down. Okay. You're pretty cool in Conan the Barbarian, the king. Wait a minute. That's a woman's vagina. I've confused things. 
I'm not the same as a white man laying down. Okay. But a woman's vagina is the same as any other woman's vagina, no matter what the color, laying down. And probably on all fours, now let's think about it. In fact, a woman's vagina is the same even standing up. They're, they're quite similar in all aspects of vagina thought. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you started it. Telling me I was white inside. I'm like a Boston cream. Urotophobia is the fear of vaginas. I don't have a fear of them. I'll prove it. Not Where's your memo? The way you're talking, it sounds like you might no way. have a little fear. I got no fear of it, man. I'm the UN of vagina. <laughs> like hundreds of different types, too, man. I've been all over the place. Does Dark Side get a lot of groupies? Yeah, you'd be surprised. Like, you know how Scott Peterson had a bunch of bitches at the <laughs> prison waiting for him, even though he cut his wife's head off? Just imagine being in charge of the Death Star. How much poon you can pull up there. Space yeah. poon. That's what I say. I'll throw my meat in your Death Star. You keep it up. I got no fear of no hole, man. I'd like to give myself I to roll. the dark side, I think. It sounds no, pretty cool. Come on over here. I'll take it. How's the casino <laughs> at the Death Star? Not good. It's blown up twice. <laughs> Imagine the funding we have. That's how cool it is to be part of the dark side. It's like We've had our whole deal blown to bits two times. Still around. We got funding, man. We got deep pockets. It's nice. It must be. I see a lot of it. That's how they keep my machinery intact. Just got an oil change. I'm feeling good. It's running good? Yeah, everything's running. The system is up. The hyperdrive's fine? Yep. We don't have health care, though. It kind of stinks. It's all it out of suck. pocket. Great casinos. No. Yeah, the great casinos, but yeah, they are still paying for your procedures that happened a yeah, while back? Yeah, no, I'm going to be in debt for a long time. That fire screwed me up. With the student loans. <laughs> Yeah, it is worse than my dark student loans. I majored in darkness, and uh, there's 80 grand a year at the Death Star U. Yeah, now and now what? I got no. The office I used to work in exploded twice. I was look. That's tough on your resume. What happened at your last job? Why'd you leave? Well, the place blew up again. Again? Did they well, blame yeah. you? Of course, it was on my watch. Are you excited about the new movies coming out? Which one? What the new ones? The seven. I don't know what you're talking about. Number seven. Well, I yeah, know you died. Batman Superman's exciting. I'm excited about that. What are you talking about? Oh, those new crappy Han Solo's Star coming back. Yeah, that's what Princess people want. Princess Leia. People want a 70-year-old Han Solo to solve a mystery. <laughs> Thank you. It's Matlock in space. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Nothing better than a 70-year-old bounty hunter. That's cool. I have to pay for a couple of kids, so i got to do these movies no matter what. What happened? I was banging some chick on a moisture farm and <laughs> made these twins. Oh, man. There I am the father, as it turns out, so it's screwed Did up. Did you appear on General Mori? Yeah, General Mori and I went round and round. No way, Murray, I said. I ain't nobody's daddy. Yeah, I'm dark, but I'm not that dumb. Then you choked him out after he I tried. It. Murray's, Murray's strong. When you go on the show, you change his name to Murray. I've noticed <laughs> By the way, Han was a smuggler. He wasn't a bounty hunter. Whatever he was, nobody wants to see a seven-year-old doing it. It's always sad when those guys get caught in a paper and you read seven-year-old man caught smuggling. You know what really pisses Star Wars fans off? When I say, cling on to my every word, I have Star Wars news. <laughs> oh, this new Star Wars is going to be quite a trek through space. Oh, they go crazy. 
the wrath right. of Darth. I'm I'm using too much levity. We are a fear-based organization, the Dark Side Inc. LLC, and we <laughs> we want to scare you all. Boo-hoo. So uh, we have people on the phone. Hider, who is this? Tom. Tom, are you a member of the Dark Side? Yes, I am. Are you? What does that mean? You have a black girlfriend? <laughs> oh. What's the meanest thing you've ever done? What was that? I said, look, Tom, open your ears. Your insubordination won't be tolerated for long. What is the darkest thing you've ever done? My girlfriend. Okay. Nice. Saw that coming down, Carmen. Okay, here we go. I'm going to give you a clue and the name of the phobia. You tell me what the phobia is. Are you ready? Yes. How much? Ten seconds? You got ten seconds. Just keep rattling them off. The phobia is ambulophobia. Christopher Reeves has it. Stephen Uh, Hawking has it. Ready, go. Babies. Uh, Babies have it. Unable uh, unable to talk. they can talk. What's it? Huh? Fear of talking? Not no. Fear of talking. Uh, Christopher Reeves. Unable to move. Um, Babies. Uh, They're afraid if someone asks them to do. Oh, your time is uh, up. Oh, that man. is the fear of walking. Worst oh. thing you can tell Stephen Hawking is to get up and walk around. He's afraid of that. He's an ambulophobe. He'd probably like to do it, but. He'd love to, but yeah. he's scared someone's going to try to make him. Trust me on that one. <laughs> he needs my box. Not like that, you filthy bastard. That was miserable. He is not joining the dark side. That was a terrible effort. Sean, are you there? Yes. Are you dark? No. You're white, huh? Yes. What's the darkest thing you've ever done? I hired a black guy once. That's not dark. That's a very white thing to do. <laughs> you hired him? You well, paid him? Of course, him? he hired a white guy to, or a black guy to do work. Yeah, but he has to work with a bunch of white guys. Oh. He's probably got a fear. <laughs> Let's try I'll this. look that one up. Yeah, look it up for me. <laughs> fear of working with white fear people. Fear of working with, well, <laughs> one black, fear of being the only black guy. <laughs> it's called Tiger Woodsophobia. <laughs> All right, here we go. Good luck. Antlophobia. New Orleans has it. Fear of water. Most people who live by water have it. Fear of floods. That's right. Oh, Hold you up. nailed it. Good job. Crushed it. Well, well played. You know how this game works. He does. Bathmophobia. Gary Coleman has it. Fear of being short. Fear of short people. Natasha Richardson has it. Sonny Bono has Fear it. Fear trees. Fear skiing. Gary Coleman has it. I already said that. Uh, I'm just giving you the clues again. <laughs> uh, fear of trees. Fear of skiing. Fear of snow. Oh, in- Time's oh. up. Fear of stairs or steep slopes. <laughs> Grace Kelly. Grace, Grace Kelly? Kelly fell off a cliff. That's a good one. Yeah, it was a good effort. Though. Didn't get that one in on time. Sorry. <laughs> How are the droids? Not man? bad. Could be better. Squeaky. They talk a lot and they don't sleep. Nick, are you there? Yeah. It's like a woman. Not you. Nick. You're fine. <laughs> Nick, are you dark? Uh, no. White as well, huh? Yeah. One of those rebels, I think. Yeah. One, of those, one of those 
rebellious womp rat shooters. <laughs> What's the darkest thing you've ever done? Um, took a dump in a urinal. That's disgusting. Ooh. What's the matter with you? <laughs> That's not dark. It's just <laughs> filthy. Oh, were you raised on Hoth? <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you very much. Star Wars fans are rolling over in their Star Wars graves because they're all 80 and they miss the real movies. All right, good luck. I wish there was Han Solo-phobia, which is the fear of a 70-year-old trying to resurrect his career. All right, here we go. Good luck to you. Why do you hate Han so much? Oh, come on. Look what the guy's done to me. <laughs> he didn't do it. Luke he clipped my me. ship. I was spinning in space for weeks. That's true. That was kind of a jerk move. It was a jerk move. Just shoot me, for God's sake. <laughs> all right, good luck to you. Ready? Yep. Consecotelephobia. Consecotelephobia. Sushi restaurants' worst customers have consecotelephobia. Fear of uncooked food. Chinese restaurants' worst customers have consecotelephobia. Yes. Fear of fish, fear of raw food. Japanese fear restaurants, ah! unbelievable. Oh. That is the fear of chopsticks. Oh, God. <laughs> what a pussy. Duh. All right, nice try. Come on. That was easy. Scott, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Scott. Good luck. Thank you. The fear. It, what's the darkest thing you've ever done, by the way? Uh, I was advised not to discuss that. Ah, lawyers. Yeah, he'll yeah. be a good one to join the dark Bodies. Scene. Call me evil. <laughs> All right. Eleutherophobia. Eleutherophobia. President Obama has this. Here, white people? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. Eric has this. Huh? Here is Mima. All other socialists have this. Here, being in public. Prisoners have a dream that they never fear this. But mainly Obama. Being free. Fear That's being exactly free. Right. Oh, we got it. Freedom. Well done. All right, good luck. That's one. All right, let's try this. <laughs> All right, LeBron. Oh wait, I gotta get find the right one. Hold on a second, I got the wrong. LeBronophobia. One. Oh, I, gotta, I remember the right name. LeBron James. People are afraid of him. He's horrifying. All right, I'm gonna give you the win if you get this one. All right, I'll give you one clue. Catapedophobia. Who? Quiet down and relax. Catapedophobia. LeBron James wouldn't do well in the NBA if he had catapedophobia, but it's Brady's worst nightmare if someone asks him to do it, so he suffers from catapedophobia. They're not eating. LeBron James would be a terrible NBA player if he suffered from catapedophobia. But it is an event that Brady is terrible at. <laughs> what LeBron James do? Break it down. Fear of being short. No, ah! no, it's the fear of jumping. Ah. Fear of jumping, which Brady is an anchor. He can't do that. All right, nice try. Thank you. What's your vertical, Brady? Uh, three inches. That's pretty good. What's yours? I can jump over 12 feet. You almost fly. Yeah, I borderline fly. That's what the cape's for. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dumbass. When you jump, does your head balance out and hit the ground before your feet leave? I'm a jerk. You're a lawn dart. Eventually, that thing's coming down. 
You ever gotten it on with a Wookiee? Yep. Cool. Next question. <laughs> a fe- are there female Wookiees? There's got to be. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just get the hair out of the way. I'm going in. <laughs> Move your tail. That's all I say. Who's going to be the new bad guy in the Star Wars films? Do you know? Is it yes, Thrawn? I absolutely do know. No. It's Tron? Thrawn. Tron's in it? <laughs> Jeff Thrawn. Bridges is the new bad Disney guy. Hey, you know. man. The dude? No. I don't know who the new bad guy is. But I know this. Oh, a hint. He wears a suit. Ooh. Yeah, it's the first That's guy. it? Yeah. Like a three-piece suit? George Zimmer. <laughs> The new bad guy, Joseph Banks. That would be horrible. <laughs> the guy who started Men's Warehouse. Any uh, other than that, any other shops that are open up in the Death Star? A couple the new mall. shops in the Death Star Mall. Destination yeah. XL? Yeah, Don't Charming Charlie's is there now. We just opened that. Uh-huh. And then, of course, Barney's. Sub- you got to have Subway everywhere. No Subways. No Subways? No. Wow. Lululemon. Lululemon for my workouts. Got that. <laughs> I'm getting trouble. Those are see-through. Some of the fatter hoffs can't wear those. Would you mind if Brady put a Porkopolis on there? Would you like to put a Porkopolis on the Death Star? Yeah, yeah, I think I would. I need barbecue in these gloves. <laughs> all the stormtroopers would be all messy. I don't want your you, barbecue restaurant. You can pull pork in those Death gloves. Star. Won't be too hot. Put pork in you. Move your tail. <laughs> he doesn't can, have a tail. He doesn't? What e- is that? You can smoke some Ewoks. That's all I say. Oh, smoked Ewok. There's nothing better on a spring afternoon. <laughs> Having some friends over with some cool buds and some smoked Ewoks. They cut Brady's tail off when he was a baby. Is that what that is? Little nub. He's like an Australian shepherd. <laughs> that's not a shepherd. That's I did a dog and you did a Jawa. That's a Jawa. Yeah. I bang those too. That's the point of being evil. <laughs> you bang Jawas? Bang the crap out of them. Are they in your top five? <laughs> Keep them in line, Brady. That's what I say. Yeah, they're top five. They're easy to catch too. Little tiny, just pounding Jawas through the dirt. We have 500 bucks to give away. You oh, yeah, I got to get out of here. You boned a clone? Tried it once. Cool. All right. Pretty so long, cool. Man. You can't get them pregnant. <laughs> of who? Who is the clone of? Yourself? No, the clones. You know, an army of clones. Oh, oh, yeah. just one of the clones. That movie was so bad you forgot about it. Yeah, I forgot. All right. <laughs> All right. Good luck to everybody so long, out there. Lord Vader. $500. That'll get you far. All right. So long. Darth Vader was here. That was awesome. So dark. I don't know why he like needs to just open and shut the door with his hand. He can use the force. Did he open it with his hand? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. A little weird. Well, you don't want to intimidate people. Now the yeah. doorknob's missing. He crushed it. <laughs> Tap that app. 98KUPD app. Who would you have lunch with uh, or beer with? Uh, and it's just it's blown up the emails and everything else. I've got Mark Twain, which is kind of a boring one. Not really. Yeah, it is. May West from uh, Paul's Archer would like to rub down May West. We'll go to line one. We got the perfect. Jack the Ripper or Ted Kennedy? Interesting cop. I don't think so. They're both killers. That's true. Uh, Isn't that amazing? Some of the people, I'd like to have a beer with Jesus Christ. I know he can only drink kosher. That whole walking on water thing might be cool after we get drunk. <laughs> Brady, is there kosher? He wouldn't, no, he wouldn't drink only kosher. Why? He's, He's you. Yeah, I know, but that was his point. He's like, um, he wasn't tough. You don't know him. You don't know what beer Jesus drank. What do you mean? The guy went in and... Um... Norm from Cheers. Mustang Fry. Thanks, Wes. Uh, Christopher Reeves. 
why. That would be bad. Hitler didn't drink alcohol, John. As a matter of fact, he was also a vegetarian. Go figure. Well, I could have the beer. Good luck trying to have a beer with him. Stephen Hawking? No. I, I just get confused. We got somebody why not Denny Crane, man? <laughs> William Shatt. Denny yeah, the Crane. Shat. That's a good one, Brady. Who's this? Hey, this is Ryan. Ryan, what's yours? Eric says it's hey, the best. Well, I, the can't, I can't believe nobody said Bin Laden by now. I mean, you could get the hat trick out of this one. <laughs> yeah, you pull him out of hiding so we can finally catch him. Right. You know, you get to have a beer with him. And, you know, since since you caught him, you're going to get the reward, $2 million or whatever it is. Right. $25 and then, million. Okay, million. Hey, wait, whatever it is. Right on, and then you—I'll bet you they'll let let you even take some licks at him. What's even you better know? is your your plan includes the fact that Bin Laden and I know you know we could living or dead, but I just picture Bin Laden in the cave going, "Guys, I have to go. Um, I'm obligated with Budweiser to do this beer thing, so I've got to go do this real quick so I get the paid." Well, yeah, but then he couldn't he couldn't go that way either because he can't drink. He's, he's yeah, he's Muslim. He's Muslim. Yeah, so you could get him drunk, arrest him, smack him around a little bit, and he have some pork questions. chops. <laughs> yeah, where do I meet him? Over at, uh, I'd have to go to the Art Attract Grill. Uh, hey, what's going on, man? Are you the contest winner? Congratulations. I love your video. Uh, infidel American pig slime. Uh, have a seat, huh? What do you want to say? So, yeah, so that'd be a good one, but I just picture Bin Laden having to agree to it. That would be an interesting meeting. Good call, man. I must nice pick shot. up my honey baked ham. Yeah. yeah you guys say. rock. Hey, uh, Eric's a fact. Right, oh, thanks. <laughs> you guys rock. Hey, uh,. Eric's a fact. <laughs> he must have been one of the guys Eric beat in cards, poker. Yeah, I, uh, Bin Laden. Sore loser. I find it easier to believe that I could have a beer with Hitler than Bin Laden. And they still don't know where Hitler is. That's a bad sign for this whole Bin Laden search. We haven't found Hitler yet. Oh, he's dead. Where? Someone, uh, who is it? The, um, not the Russians, but the guys had his, uh, cronk. They think they have his cronk. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know. They don't. He burned up, I thought. That's what I thought. In that bunker. Rumors abound. With the family. Where's his body? No one knows, Eric. You know, no one's really listed any um, hot babes. Yeah, because you can have a drink with a babe. You know why? Because none of them have anything to say, except for Harriet Tubman. <laughs> it's so the only hot babe that got mentioned. But yeah, you, you don't want to talk to a hot girl. You just want to bang her. So, you know, you got your opportunity to have a beer with anybody in the world. It isn't going to be some tramp. How about, uh, you know, if you go back, like, Princess Di or... Boring. She's famous because she married a powerful guy. How about, uh, is it Anne Boleyn? Beheaded by Henry VIII? Yeah. yeah. Why is she famous? Because a dude cut her head off. Right before. How about Betty Page? Yeah, right before they were, yeah. yeah. Isn't that an amazing story about Anne Boleyn? Wasn't she the one that... He was about to bust one, wasn't he? No, she was the one that, uh... When they beheaded her, she was still talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head and she was babbled off, on, and, and then they stuck her on a, on a pike. Kept you know. opening. We're talking. Yeah, there's some good ones. You know, I mean, but seeing John Daly is like Potsy Weber, and then you got. But I think the Bin Laden thing's pretty strong. Or at well, least it's a, hard to pick one person. Conversation starter for sure. Oh yeah, it's the uh, Prohibition 71st anniversary, April 7th. Also, an anniversary was yesterday or day before. Two days ago? Say it again. Wednesday. Wednesday. The fifth. Fifth. Was the 12th anniversary of Kurt Cobain knocking his head off or 11th? Was it 94 or 5? 94. 94. It was 12th anniversary of Kurt Cobain dropping himself. And there's a little Nirvana for you, heart-shaped pops. Kurt Cobain on a lot of lists. Dorsey Randall picks Ron Burgundy. 
for believing the magic. Yeah, yep, real person there. We would go to jazz club so he could play his jazz flute, and the birds would sing, and you won't be invited. A lot of people picking Christopher Reeve's post-potato position. How about the king, man? Nah, we know yeah, nobody about said the king. Nobody wants to have it. There's been like 30 documentaries about him. How about the lizard king, man? Johnny Carson would be another one. Jim Morrison, man. God, I could, you could go on and on, on and on. And that's that's proof of my historical... Uh, oh. Maybe the most interesting one of the bunch. But Hitler's still top of the list. Just got to get in the brain of Hitler during a beer. Don't you think? No. You wouldn't well, want to get... Just I mean, have a, uh, are you talking about Hitler when he's just before he's... No, I'm talking about... in the bu- bunker and the no. syphilis kicked in? Just Adolf Hitler. Just... What made that guy tick? He'll probably just turn you. Huh? No, he wouldn't turn you. No, he might. I don't think that's possible. You could could be right. could walk out of there going, he had a lot of excellent ideas. He'll start screaming at you. I don't think that would happen. What do you think? That's what I'm curious more about anything else. If he'd start yelling at me during the thing. And you bring for the run, but you don't have another. How about those Steelers? You think he's a Steeler, a Steeler fan? fan? He's a Steeler fan. Everybody's a Steeler fan. About, no, he's a Cowboy like, uh, fan. Ben Either. Franklin, Thomas Jefferson. Boring. What do you mean, boring? It's just not. He just did everything so well. I'm interested in Looney. Nipsey Russell. No. All right, now we're just going down a list. Yeah, Brady's just naming <laughs> off people just, yeah, who can just, remember. Like Tourette's Brady over there. <laughs> Chuck Ortiz. <Ortega>. Done it. <laughs> J.J. Jeffries. No. Larry? Yeah, I'd have a beer with Larry. Let me get the phone book. Aaron Aronson. No. Aaron Ardvart. No. Someone named Ardvart? Yep. Geneva. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like, to have, I'd like to have a beer with Bruce. So. Bruce. Bruce would be a good one to have a beer with. That would be a good one, actually. That's not a bad one. Personal ones. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, I'd send that tape into Budweiser, too. You know what I would have a beer with? Just drunk in the tank shop. A beer with that guy. <laughs> I'm banging my wife. Just act like you're a mess. I get and I like to take that bottle and shove it up his ass <laughs> like he's doing to my wife. <laughs> sure, uh, they'll be And you just see the people that. watching the videos going, okay, I don't think we should send him to Germany. <laughs> Yeah. There will be a few of those. That's the best. I'd like to see the ones that are... That would be a great TV show. It would be like the American Idol outtakes. Who do you want to have a beer with outtakes? You know what I want to have a beer with? The miserable son of a bitch. That banged my mom and then disappeared. Hey, nice to meet you, Dad. Stepnowski? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Anybody in a wife beater with spaghetti sauce on it? That's the video I want to see. Aaron Olinson. Yes, Brady, I would like. Really? Yeah, just so you stop reading the phone book. We're in the bees, and you still haven't gotten to anyone yet. Marcy. Adam Baldwin. No. Alice. <laughs> boo. Boo. <laughs> Eric's Meemaw. That's no, Brown. Done that. Brown. Alice Brown. No. Wow. Let's <laughs> if Brady can get to the W's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... Aaron Wallace. No. How about Jackie Chan? Pick one. Jackie Chan. Yeah, I'd take Jackie Chan. And uh, Thomas Wells picked William Wallace. And I think because of Braveheart, that's a pretty good choice, too. What a great promotion. Great idea, Budweiser. 
Thanks for putting it in front of us. It has nothing to do with us. I, I, can we win? Sure. I'm no. Gonna do it. Why? Yeah, we can. Why couldn't we? We're just bringing Usually up we their can. idea. No, this isn't a this isn't our thing. Just an idea they had. Felt like we're getting paid to talk about it, so we can do whatever we want. Here's to beer.com. That's what you do. And it's a great topic though. That is a great one. Dooku Kim? Oh, he got beat up by Boom Boom Mincy. <laughs> so just think about that for a little while. Put your video together and uh, maybe, you know, if you ask me, I'll help you if you're willing to take me to Munich. We'll put together one hell of a production with sex on the end of it. Mm, that'll get you there. Maybe while you're, while you're having sex, tell the camera who you'd like to have a beer with. Certainly get the attention. This is this could be the one that, that shuts it down. It's kind of brilliant, but at the same time, so incredibly insensitive. It makes my Hitler look like I just want no. to. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, don't. absolutely. This is absolutely. Absolute. This is brilliant. It's brilliant. Why? If because you if you could have a beer with anybody, John Bidet Ramsey, to find out what really happened. Oh, because that's uh, why it's, it's a, not an option. Why? She's not. She's old not old enough. enough. <laughs> okay. Well, then you have the beer and ask her. Those are that's a great thing. If solve crimes from history, it's a brilliant way to think of this. I think that's but smart. you couldn't because she wouldn't live old enough to be legal to drink. She's not legal to drink. You're not supposed to pick an underage girl. But at the same time. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's brilliant. Find out what really happened. We don't know what really happened. That's a gold one. They get all those unsolved murders. People are going to be sending in their their tapes. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a famous person. You could say my uncle got killed. I want to find out what happened. That's a good one. I think that's smart. There you go. Then you then you throw in the Ron Goldman. Yeah, Nicole. Oh, that would be brilliant. Ron Goldman and Nicole. They're getting a whole new morbid way of thinking of this thing, but it's it's a good way to think of it. You just are upset that you'd get John Benet Ramsey a drink. Well, you no, have to buy a drink. You can have an option. It is an option. They're all options. Living dead doesn't matter when. Look, you didn't get upset at Hitler. This one's just trying to find out who He's killed He's old enough girl. to drink. You can pick anyone. There's nothing wrong with it. That's a good one. That's from David. He's going to jail someday. Hi there. Who's this? This is Sean. Sean, what was yours? Uh, having like a uh, scene inside of a tent, pulling back, seeing a bloody battle axe, and having Genghis Kong sitting there with the chick bent over and beer sitting up on her backside. Who? Genghis Kong? Yeah. Oh, right. I love that scene. And having scene. Eric Mimos sitting there getting nailed by, <laughs> so by Genghis Kong. So Genghis Kong would hold Eric Mimos on his giant paw. Yeah. He's just yeah. Uh, battling. Um, <laughs> I give you Kong! And then he eats a ty- Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. Yeah, Genghis Kong would rule. You ought to send that tape in. I should. Make a tape of yourself in a monkey suit saying you wanted to meet Genghis Kong. <laughs> All right. You'll get it in a minute. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, Mike. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, actually Genghis. Yeah, make fun of my meme, all jackass. Genghis Kong. <laughs> So Genghis <laughs> Kong, evidently the illegitimate brother of uh, yeah, Genghis Kong. Yeah, the whole, Kong. now uh, Peter Jackson's whole movie, it's going to be changed, and it's yeah. going to have Ricardo Montalban and <laughs> change as Kong. I give you Kong! The Wrath of Kong. I don't understand why Kong is so angry. <laughs> Kong! The Wrath of Kong would have been a great start. all been out of shape. Captain, we can't elevate the ship, there's too much weight. It's the Kong is too heavy. Gargantuan monkey. <laughs> Kong!
Kong. That's brilliant. That's Genghis hilarious. Kong. He's sitting at home going, Kong, ah, Kong. I didn't know he was related to James Kong. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I remember him starring Marlon Brando and Genghis Kong. Trip Reeb commands you to listen to the top morning show in town. I see your talents have gone beyond the mere physical level. Holmberg's morning sickness. Even if they are on vacation. KUPD. What Holmberg on the go? Well, that sounds dangerous. Download the 98 KUPD app for live streams, podcasts.